Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, pretty PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello and welcome back to the movie podcast. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy uh, New my, Year. My name is Shabazz. Of course, if you guys have forgotten, I am the non-white one in the group. That's me. We're just starting off with the uh, the racial innuendos. Well, uh, right 2022, on. we're back where we the struggle that we've been fighting the last 2,000 years. <laughs> 2,000 years. 2,000 years. Also, how do they know that they didn't assume... We were we weren't all white already. Look, here's the thing. When I when I mentioned this before to you guys, you've talked about this in the show before. Was it? I think my girlfriend and a couple of people were like, "No, no, we like until you say your name, we don't know if you're not white." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, interesting. All right. I think I, it's how I get away with a lot of things. So that's what I know to name my future son is to name him a non-white. Give name. him a, what, what's <laughs> what's a what's a serious Portuguese name? Like one that's like whoa, a serious Portuguese like, name. Like you're talking about like damn like. You're Portuguese. Uh, here's because Portuguese names, or I think just European names in general, especially like Western European, it's like Maria, yeah, or Joe. Very like biblical in the you know, in some very cases. very very simple. I mean, like my grandfather's name was Amavel, which is that's a very which like, I've never. I'll like, be honest, I've never heard of. I've that. never heard of that sound name. Like a Portuguese. Name it doesn't sound like a name. It, does, it doesn't sound Portuguese. You're right, but like you're telling me, so I'm like, yeah. that's got to be that's, intense. That's uh, that's it. A marvel. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's an intense one. A marvel is that's what we're gonna do. If you know anyone out there who's <laughs> named a marvel, please let me know. I'm just curious. Or, or if you're named a marvel, please write, right, in. write into the show. A marvel at the movie podcast. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like that Simpsons episode. Who's who's Bert? Yeah, Bert. <laughs> Bort. Bort. It's Bort. Bort. Are you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> My son is also named Bort. Yeah. Uh, but of course, I'm joined today by my two other lovely co-hosts. And you're right. You know what? This year, maybe I'll be less racial. But then again, it wouldn't be the movie podcast if it wasn't. Right? It, wasn't. it wasn't. It wouldn't be. We've got Daniel. Daniel, how are you doing? How is your 2022 so far? 2022 so far. We are nine days into it. It's been... It's been... I mean, when we get to the news, that's another story. Yeah. It's actually been tragic. It's, 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 <laughs> you say it so lightly. It's been pretty... It's Pretty uh, devastating, it's you know, awful. harrowing, as you can say. Um, I mean, things. This is cyclical, you know. This yeah. is things are just things happen and then they happen again and yeah. they happen again. And this is kind of where I feel we're at right now. But I will say, 
it feels so good to be recording again. Yes. And being all together again. Because yeah. the last time that we had an episode all together was right before Christmas. Because you were not on the Boba Fett episode. No, I wasn't. Yeah. Um. So it just uh, it's nice to be back recording together and talking about movies and regardless of the things we will be talking about very soon. Yeah. You know, it's nice to be back. Yeah. And we've also got Anthony. Anthony, how's your 2022 so far? Or for you, it might be 2023. Yes. 2023 for me. Yes. Usually when it, the new year starts, it's you're the already, actual, the new, like I'm, yeah. I'm already living in the yeah, future. Yeah, you're already there. Yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, I'm, I'm this year, I'm trying to get 10, 10 years into future. <laughs> so by so you going to tell us when Omicron ends or the it never ends. ends. Right? It, never it never ends. ends. Damn it. Um, uh, tw- yeah, it's, is this it's, Omicron a one or four? Uh, what, what are you guys talking about? Which one? Twenty-four. <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, it's been good. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to start the new year with you guys live recording, or not live recording, but recording in person mm-hmm. rather than remotely. Um, but yeah, twenty twenty-two for the past nine days has been like last year. I guess it's more scarier now because it's yeah. like at that time last year, twenty twenty-one, it was like oh we have vaccines and. These are things that you were looking forward to happening. Right. And now it's right. like we're back to 20, ambiguity. 20 of yeah. March. Yeah. It's like feels like it feels like we're hospitals. People are sick. Like it's just. Yeah. So and it's, it's a little one, depressing. This one, this one spreads a lot faster, too. Yeah. It's like, like it's uh, learned. Yes. It's learned. And yeah. it's going to learn even more. Yeah. It's like but, Taskmaster. This one. But I don't want to talk about. You know that. Yeah. Let's I talk mean, about let's not talk about things. it for the next I, I, couple minutes. And then we'll and back to it. Let's, let's talk about, about like chill things. So guys. here's yeah. my here's my question for you guys. Then, what to you is 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 a threshold of how long you say Happy New Year in in the New Year till? Like like what's the last cutoff? Like when you're like, oh, January fifth, I'm done saying it. Uh, this episode. Not episode, this nine episode. days in, N- nine days in, or this, this doesn't count because it, it's our first welcome, and and that's the thing. But to the other world, so to the, the I will not be wishing anybody happy New Year anymore. Good, um, bad New Year maybe. <laughs> I have a bad New Year, no, because it's like no, nah, it's just New Year. Yeah. It's not happy anymore. Yeah. We're not yeah. happy. No, no, no. I mean, first week. I think the first week of the New Year seven is, days is five? great, unless you're not seeing somebody right for the first two weeks. But after that, it's like two weeks is a long. Yeah. yeah, that's a long time, right? Well, Usually a day. You use a day, and then the next day is yeah. fuck but, off. But, but, but also, it's like if you haven't seen that person, you you can't connect with them via text message. You can't, you know. So yeah. it's like, come on. Also, it's a given. Yeah, like, first it's week, a new year, like, opening you week. Forget that's it. I I think I'm three days max. Like if you on the fourth day see me happy, new is that year, a th- sorry three days max? Is that HBO yeah. max enough? <laughs> That's the new movie coming out. Yeah. Three Days Max, starring uh, John Travolta, John Travolta and, <laughs> and Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis. <laughs> uh, directed by, uh, fucking, what's that guy's name? Yui Bull? <laughs> Not Yui Bull. Uh, uh, boss Level. Boss Level? Oh, oh, I totally oh, forgot. Yeah, that guy. I forgot yeah. his name. He always looks like he's seven shades of heroin in, you know? Seven shades of heroin. That's another yeah. movie. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a sequel. That's a sequel. Three, three Max and then oh, seven shades of heroin. God. But as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Joe Car- Carahan? Oh, Car- yeah, Car- but Car- I meant the actor. Who's the oh, actor? Oh, uh, Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo. I like oh, Frank Grillo. So I, thought you, I, like, I, I like Frank Grillo, too. Crossbones, man. I thought you, yeah, meant, yeah. Like, I thought you meant the director. No, no I, meant, yeah. I meant the actor. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, like he's directing, like it's his, oh, that's his yeah. big directorial debut. Oh, wow. Okay. Congratulations, yeah. Frank. <laughs> Come on the show. It's going to be a trailer next. <laughs> 
Uh, make sure to follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Because Spotify just added a review section too. So I think you tap on the three dots and then it shows a little star section. Go ahead and do that. Discord as well. We're having some great conversations in there. And you can write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Um, we're going to have a lot of like shit dropping this year. Like This is going to be a great year. I hope so. Oh, for the movie podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for the movie podcast. For everybody else? Not so no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, we don't stop. Or we break up. Let's see other... Is that what happens this year? No, it's I, either we don't stop or we break up. So this is our... Uh, 50-50. Our third anniversary coming up this year. It's coming up. Third anniversary. You've only known Anthony for three years. <laughs> He's only spoken to us for two of them, by the way, too. <laughs> well, Do the math on that. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, third anniversary. We have a lot of fun stuff planned this year. We're excited to reveal it all to you. Um, as the year goes on but you know we're not stopping with special guests we're not stopping with reviews uh obviously the beginning of the year is a little bit quieter right now and yeah. for more reasons why it's a little quiet we'll we'll tell you but uh we have a lot of fun stuff planned so thanks for being on the journey with us thank you daniel uh not much in terms of announcements but if you want to give us what you have uh need to knows this week hey guys where's your scream review great Ontario. question yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so theaters here in Ontario are closed. We were supposed to watch Scream last week, um, but of course with theaters closing the week before, we were not able to attend our press screening and we were not, um, there are no digital screening codes given out for this one, which I totally understand. Um, so until uh, we're able to watch it, we will not have a review of it. But for all of those who are watching it, all of our friends who are watching it in the United States or provinces outside of Ontario and Quebec, uh, write in your review to the show. Don't spoil. But don't spoil. But we would also uh, love to know as well. Yeah. Um, new episodes. If you want to go back and check out all of our amazing episodes last year, uh, there's a great Twitter thread that we have up on Twitter, of course, that kind of breaks down our top moments and kind of our favorite moments, our favorite 21 moments of 2021. Go through there. If there's anything that piques your curiosity, if you're this is the first episode of the movie podcast you're ever listening to. Um, that's a great starting point to, to see what our show is all about. So definitely check that out. I'd uh, say I'd say all of last year's episodes are our greatest hits. Yeah, essentials. Yeah, they're they're yeah, like every episode the movie essential. podcast essentials. Yeah. Um, also, this week we were gonna we weren't sure if we should talk about this in news, uh, but I think it's just because of the legacy that these actors are leaving behind. I think it's great to talk about in announcements. Uh, Betty White passed away on the last day of the year. Oh. Last year, what it was such a, a, a gut punch because she was about to turn 100 on January 17th. Sydney mm -hmm. um, Poitier also passed away this week at the age of 94. Um, but these are celebrations of their lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, these actors have both are leaving behind a legacy that will forever be one accessible for people to watch mm -hmm. and to just experience through their movies and through their shows, mm -hmm. uh, but also for what they did to blaze a trail for people who came later on. And obviously Betty White and Sidney Poitier need no introduction from us. Uh, is there anything you guys want to add to the legacy? I know golden girls was a staple in my house, but, and when I think of Sidney Poitier as well too, like just iconic actor, like in so many Heat iconic night, films. Man. So in the heat of the night, look who's coming to dinner, like mm -hmm. incredible movies. He's also the first black man to win an Oscar. Yeah. So it's like, you see these things and it's like, it's crazy that we're seeing them in our lifetime. And I think too, and anytime we hear a stat like that, it's like, oh, he was the first black man to win an, an Oscar. It's like, man, like that's still so strange to hear. Yeah. 
that's a that's a new thing. Or new sixty four. You yeah, know what I mean? That's, that's a long time we're ago. not that far removed from it. Nope. That's our parents' lifetime. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's that's what's so scary. But uh, any any final thoughts on them before we continue on with the show? Yeah, they'll be missed. Like I, it's just sad. Like we starting off the new year with deaths. It's yeah. always like. But again, they've lived long lives and they've lived like long lives. It's just great. amazing careers and they've changed the world and how you know that industry works and all that. So. It's always it was always nice to see their works. You know, a lot of times when people pass, they always have all these news things and talking about their careers and stuff like that. So it's always it's always good to remember them and and, yeah. Yeah. and they were treasure their yeah. their um, their accomplishments yeah. those years and it's a how they changed the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that um, for Betty White, they were even doing I think some screenings for her birthday, right? Yeah, they were doing some screenings. Yeah. There was some event that was some happening. events that are happening on her birthday as well too. So this is this is going to be interesting to see what happens, obviously, with that. But you know. My God, like Betty White really hit. It was just, it was just unbelievable. I was like, wow, that, like this, this is a cruel joke if it actually is the case. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah, again, because it was on the final day of the year too. Yeah, that we're just like, oh my God, really? Like she was two weeks away from a hundred, oh. and they had that. What is it? The People cover as well too, or one of the magazines had. Like yeah, 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 yeah. There was Betty a, White turns a hundred. It's like, Betty oh, White, come yeah. on. Oh, um, but awesome. it's just again, they lived long lives. It's it's similar when we were talking about like Stan Lee a couple years ago too. It's yeah. like these are people who have lived into their nineties, which is such a, such a milestone to hit and to leave behind what you are is, is amazing. And it so. seems like they accomplished everything they set out to do. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I think so for sure. Well, our topic of the show this week as well is the best movies of 2021, or at least our top 10 in no order. In no order. Each we're going to go around and yeah. uh, give our own. We'll, we'll give our, and then we've got some honorable mentions. So, but let's let's be honest though. Our top ten is the best movie. Is the best movie, right? Yeah, that's right. This is this is our list. Is the definitive? I'd say so. That's what I heard. The rumors. Yeah, don't go anywhere else. Only us. But let's jump into the news. Stalin first year. Solid first one of the year. I thought thought you said Stalin, by the way. Stalin first year. I wasn't sure what uh, Subliminally (laughs) (laughs) Our news. Our news. Interesting. (laughs) Ontario to shutter cinemas and Omicron surge. This comes from Ethan Vlessing of The Hollywood Reporter. Ontario, Canada's biggest media market is temporarily closing cinema screens in major markets amid a resurgent coronavirus outbreak. Cineplex, Canada's largest cinema operator, said it's... Ontario theaters will shut down in two days as the Canadian province takes measures to crack down on dramatic spike in infection cases due to the emergence of the Omicron variant. Based on recent government directives, all 67 theaters in Ontario will be closed as of Wednesday, January 5th and will reopen as soon as we're allowed, a Cineplex spokesperson told The Hollywood Reporter. Cineplex has also begun offering refunds to all customers that pre-bought tickets for upcoming film screenings. The announcement of the latest cinema closures in Quebec and Ontario follows provincial health advisors recommending tightening restrictions for COVID-19 hotspots, which includes Toronto and Montreal, where the number of virus cases is surging. Reopen when we're allowed. That's uh, that's going to just echo through the through the halls and through the headphones of so many people. Oh my god, it's 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 horrible that we're already at this point. Anthony, what are your what are your thoughts on on all this? Um for me, I think it didn't doesn't make sense to close these places down, restaurants and mm-hmm. and all these. I think putting in limitations and social distancing is the best the best option for both. Yeah. You know, for people who want to go watch a movie or want to go eat, you know, 
sitting away from someone six feet, keeping that that social distancing apart makes sense. Doesn't make sense to close everything. Um, I understand, like, when we went to go watch Spider-Man and being in a theater like that, it mm-hmm. was a little, like, overwhelming for me. Yeah. And I watched it three times or was, two times that night. To that night, yeah. That night. It was, it was 100% like, capacity. There's a lot of people in that. And people eating popcorn and they're they're cheering and you know you send you get the screen <laughs> send me that video this guy said, Daniel sends me this video of like how germs are spread oh like, yeah I oh, ruined yeah. Anthony's like, oh, day without yeah. yeah um but yeah like I think social distancing and just so these businesses can continue running is the better option rather than just shutting them down it just doesn't make sense to me to shut them down yeah no. um I don't know it's it's sucks it really does it's tragic again this yeah. going back to my first word of the the episodes that's it's tragic true. How, did, how, did, how did 2022 start a tragedy it was the tragic. tragedy but then 2022 i don't know what it looks like what it's gonna look like in the state like, i know in the states it's getting worse and worse and teachers are pushing back to even go back to school and yeah it's just like the states whoa. hit a million did a million cases in one day this year yeah. like a couple days ago and i remember earlier in the pandemic in 2020 us talking like oh my god we're about to hit a million cases in the worlds yeah. and it's like the state just did a million cases in one day yeah. yeah and there's like holy shit but it's like what what is the right path forward yeah you know shutting everything down isn't bringing cases lower either yeah you know what it's i mean not. so it's like we're we're in a weird spot right now with it Especially and then, theaters that weren't really hot spots like no they weren't were not because weren't getting cases theaters were mo- the, one of the most controlled areas right yeah. And if you could open them with distancing or something, like do that, because it just to close everything again and to have no indoor dining, to do this, it just it's like okay, like we've been here, and then we know that at least the people who are um, attending these places are fully vaccinated too. So yeah. it's like you have these things in play, and now we're not following that, and it right. sucks where we are right now. Yeah. And then you see. What follows that is Cineplex having to lay off five thousand part-time workers. Yeah, that's right? from. Uh, Anthony D'Alessandro. Of uh, Deadline. Deadline, yeah. 5,000 part-time workers. Yeah, and it's like, yes, they qualify for the Ontario whatever, whatever plan. Is there still something there? I think they're, if you're laid off f- for COVID, that oh, they okay. still qualify for that. Okay, I thought they got rid of everything. No, but that's, that's still in play if you're laid off because of the pandemic. But it's like, but it just sucks that they have to rely on that now because now you're in a job where it's like, you don't have that security. You don't have anything like like if you don't have a job like that's what's scary yeah right mm-hmm. so it's like here are these a lot of these kids are like just figuring out where their next paycheck's going to come from or having to sign up for yeah, whatever I, this is and then waiting for it to kick in it's like that's a lot of stress for people right? I do, and again it, it they always target the same locations is like gyms restaurants and theaters yeah. yeah and it's just like why are you targeting these guys but retailers are still open right and uh but like churches churches weddings are still 50 percent. so it's like why where and where those places you don't require vaccinations yeah you don't need a a vaccine pass to get into a church yeah and they're crammed yeah not that i'm going to churches but i've like from what i've seen it's so it's just interesting and i think that's where the 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 misconnection is and i think that's just a failure of obviously our provincial government right now but that's a whole other tangent to go on but it just sucks this is where we are right now we are the movie podcast but we cannot go to the movies right now we were were looking forward to scream scream and it's like okay january we were talking about this back in december it's like yeah so starting in january january we're gonna watch scream and then it's gonna be moonfall and And we got morbius morbius and then all of a sudden 
Morbius is not here anymore. Scream is not playing in any of the in the province. Uh, we got to go to friggin' Halifax or Manitoba now to go watch it. Yeah, yeah, or the states. I don't. I don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to go there. Yet. <laughs> My friend, uh, she just moved to Halifax this week, and I'm just like, damn, you have to watch the Scream movie because that's why she there. moved. Yeah, that's why she moved because she, she saw it coming. He's like, oh man, I gotta watch Scream. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and this is this is where we are again. It's it's crazy to think I, when I was looking at and formulating my list for the top twenty, the top movies of twenty twenty one. I was like, how many of these did I actually see in the theater this year? And a lot of them were just I saw, but it was the second half of the year because we didn't return to the movies until July, right, of twenty twenty one, which is crazy to think. Crazy, absolutely crazy. And here we are. And here we are. And obviously, with the surge, with the theaters closing, with the uncertainty around the world. We're now looking at release date changes. Spider-Man spinoff Morbius delays release date by three months. Brett Lang coming from Variety. Comic book fans will have to wait a little longer to see one of Marvel Comics' most iconic vampires bite into his big screen debut. Sony Pictures will move the release of Morbius by three months, the studio said on Monday. The film, part of Sony's Spider-Man cinematic universe not to be confused with Disney's MCU, will debut on April 1st, 2022 instead of Jan 28th. And no, this is not the first time or the second or the third that Morbius has had to postpone its red carpet premiere. The film was supposed to debut on July 10th, 2020, but COVID-19 had other ideas. As the pandemic had raged, Morbius has cycled through release dates. At various points, it was scheduled to open on July 31st, 2020, then March 19th, 2021, then October 8th, 2021, and finally moving to Jan 21st, 2021, before finally 22. shifting... Sorry, 22. Before finally shifting to January 28th, 2022. But Omicron is the latest unexpected twist in a pandemic that just refuses to go away. Sony just scored massive box office successes with both Spider-Man No Way Home and Venom Let There Be Carnage, so it makes sense that it would try to give Morbius a longer runway um, at the time when the public health situation is complicating things. Daniel, what are your, what are your thoughts on Morbius being delayed so often now? <laughs> I don't believe this movie exists. They're not done this film. This movie, yeah. it's so strange that Morbius is a movie in the first place. That it's like it's happening. Like they they greenlit a movie as Jared Leto being Morbius, mm-hmm. um, and we saw this first trailer two years ago. Now we saw the trailer for this film in 2020 in January 2020. I think the first trailer came out, and now two years later, this movie's still not out. And I'm curious. It's like Sony had Windows last year where they could have dropped this as well too. I'm. I'm curious why they wanted to move it to January. Um, maybe it's having to do with Spider-Man, and maybe there's going to be some more Spider-Man connections in it. Who knows? I have no idea how they're going to do that. It's still very strange, the Spider-Man connections that are in this movie with Michael Keaton, and then the Spider- the, like All the Sam Raimi. Spider-Mans are connected in some way. You know? You know what I mean? So it's, it's, very, it's a very strange movie. I mean, for this movie to not be coming out April 1st, I think that's hilarious, but um, I'm just... I'm just like okay, this is this is. I think this is a move. One because they're looking obviously at where COVID is right now, but also they're like Spider-Man is making so much money, so much bank. Let's just push this next movie so we don't have another movie to kind of cannibalize the rest of Spider-Man's run in theaters, which is obviously just on a clear path to success now because yeah. what else is out there? Even with Scream, Scream's going to do well at the box office, I think, 
but there's nothing else out there to watch other than Spider-Man. Yeah. So we'll have to wait a little bit longer to see this film. I'm surprised like it did I, like Scream didn't get pushed back either because you know with just in my mindset when you push back a movie you're worried about you know people being able to go mm-hmm. to the theater so yeah. even like my thinking is yeah they it seems like they want Spider-Man to go or to last that long but then who's going to watch it if if it's if people you know what I'm saying like right. if, if their idea was to not put it out because they didn't want people to go watch it yet because they didn't think a lot of people would watch it right. due to the S- virus. Scream is Paramount is releasing. And that's why. And I think Paramount has not made the best calls this pandemic. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen them move stuff to Paramount Plus. We've seen them just release things. So They had a clear window for Top Gun. For to Top Gun out. as well, too. And they didn't. They missed it. They missed that window. And now Top Gun's coming out in May. And who knows what it's going to look like. Or July, I think, even now. Uh no, I think no, it's May. Yeah, I think it's May. <laughs> Why would you well, get about that? <laughs> it's just life. I yeah. like again. We don't know what's gonna happen in. The do you next think? Couple of- do you think Scream is gonna? Sorry to cut you off. Do you think Scream will this week be announced that it's coming to theaters and Paramount Plus day and date? Because I could see something crazy like that happening. Yeah, I could see that happen. I don't know if it will happen. I just i th- I think with Paramount Plus's platform to be, you know, an, a streaming service first, then a movie, right. I think it makes sense for what they're trying to do. Um, and, you know, truthfully, I want to watch Scream. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, and if it's on Paramount Plus, we might be able to. Right. But yeah, just Morbius is such a... Morbius, it's so funny. Morbius is, itself is such a unique film. Yeah. It's like Jared Leto's agelessness is like prolonging this <laughs> film. It's true. He's getting younger, actually. He's getting he is younger. getting younger, yeah. And he plays a vampire who... They normally don't age, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't know what what's in store for other movies that are coming out in February. And well, we actually know one film that, and we're going to be talking about it. But we don't know what's going to happen for all the other films, like the Batman. Like the Batman. And I know Daniel's. He's like, please, please don't do this. I to don't me. want it. Don't I, do he's it. He's li- literally in his Batman costume <laughs> with his bat. <laughs> In He's his crying. back car. <laughs> his back. Damn. In inside the studio. Yeah. No man. He made it. Oh. oh man. Okay. Listen. We're gonna. It's it's related because Morbius vampire bats. Listen. Blade. Blade. Uh, the Batman has a clear runway right now in March yeah. because Doctor Strange has moved. Yep. Uh, Turning Red, which we'll talk about in a second. Disney Plus debut. Yeah. Batman's coming out March fourth. And it has nothing in its path to just make a shit ton of money. But will it actually be released? We just got to see these numbers. That's it. That's all we got to do. Right I now. have a weird feeling. Yeah. It will not be released in March. Yeah. I have a, I have a and it's strong come out, feeling. And it's going to come out in like June. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I have a strong feeling that either March will be pushed to May, June. May June, like, yeah, that, yeah, that 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 made Probably up month. June yeah. because May is gonna be a little heavy. Yeah, if May still goes the way May wants to go. Yeah, so I, I was thinking, I'm like, because Warner Brothers, they like March is typically a, a good month to release movies too, because we've yeah. seen usually Disney will have like a live action remake in March. Um, in the past, obviously, Batman versus Superman came out in March, and they do well in the box office because it's like March is now it's the beginning break, right? Yeah. So. March is now the beginning of the summer movie season yeah. because it's like March, April, big movies are coming out and then it goes right into May to the end of the, until the end of the summer. But I don't know what's going to happen with the Batman. 
I just hope that we get to watch it. I, that's all I care about. Yeah. We'll see. That's true. We'll see. I mean, we'll you, you know see. what? I, I, I was thinking about Scream, the one that's coming out. Yeah. I, I wish they called it Scream I was thinking five. about Screaming. And Screaming. Yeah. And, you know, the, the budget on that film is also pretty high from what I was reading. It's around $50 million, which is, 50? Which, is which is a lot, production-wise, yeah. right? for a horror movie. That's, yeah. that's pretty expensive. Yeah, it is. $50 so, million dollars for a Scream movie. Yeah. Interesting. So, and that's just production, so not including marketing. I, I feel like they'd want, and especially Paramount, who hasn't really made any money during this pandemic, I feel like they'd want to get that money in. So, I don't know, man. January is a weird time to release a horror movie, in my opinion, like a one that's good. So And we've been hearing good things. And we've been hearing good things, right? Like, if they had confidence in this movie and the test screenings went well, why didn't they release it during that Halloween era? And it's what's interesting, too, is when, when I look at that budget, um, I look at... Halloween and Halloween Kills, they had a fifteen to twenty million dollar budget. Yeah, that's that's a typical horror movie budget. Yeah, is, is so it's anywhere like under like even twenty million, is a lot sometimes. A fifty million dollar budget, interesting. It's, it's quite a lot. It's it's quite yeah. quite. It's, it's a lot. Quite cool. Courtney, it's quite cool. Courtney Cox wants her money. Yeah, probably yeah. forty nine million dollars <laughs> is just her. <laughs> it's just her. Uh, let's jump into our next story here. Pixar's turning red. Skips Theaters will debut on Disney Plus in March. This comes from Jordan Moreau of Variety. Pixar's upcoming film, Turning Red, is skipping theaters and will debut exclusively on Disney Plus on March 11th. Disney announced this on Friday. It'll be free for subscribers. The family-friendly animated film follows Soul and Luca as fellow Pixar releases that went straight to the streaming platform during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Toy Story spinoff Lightyear starring Chris Evans is still slated to release in theaters on June 17th. Domi Shi, who created the adorable Pixar short Bao, directs the film, which is also produced by Lindsay Collins. Turning Red marks Shi's directorial debut and also the first Pixar movie to be solo directed by a woman. Again, a- another weird stat that's like, because oh, good. We, we kind of had that with Brave, with Brave, Brave Brent- had Mark Andrews in it yeah, as well. Yeah, so Brenda Chapman. Yeah. Who, who is friend of the show? Friend who's married to friend of the show, yes. Kevin Lima, who directed a goofy movie and everything, um, was a uh, yeah was the director of Brave, but then she was replaced, and it was a whole thing on Brave. Uh, it's just funny. I just saw Warner Brothers Canada's tweet says, oh, who, "Who's <laughs> the Batman releases in less than two months? What are you most excited to see?" I'm like the Batman, the, the Batman. movie, <laughs> the, the movie, <laughs> the movie itself. Please. Yes, um, yeah. I mean, turning red. This was here's the thing. The majority of people are very happy right now that they get to watch yeah. this movie at home. Like, I think the loud majority, the loud minority is very upset that, you know, like Pixar is not able to watch, like, like the, the animation team at Pixar is like upset, obviously, and rightly so. They want oh, the movie to be seen on the screen. Uh, a lot of film Twitter is upset that like, oh, Disney's treating Pixar like shit, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, yeah, but now a lot of people are going to be able to watch this movie. And at the end of the day, as as reductionist as this sounds, I think that's what it's all about yeah. is having a movie come out and having people watch it and celebrate it and love it. Mm-hmm. Right? I was, we I have was, to look at the good. I was seeing some wild takes on Twitter about it. They were like, uh, treating it like dog shit. And like, I'm like, man, Hey, like, look, they're releasing the movie still. They're not saying we're never going to release it. They're releasing yeah. it. Yes. It's for free. And it's on Disney plus. And I use free with air quotes, obviously, but it's, it, it doesn't, change anything more people now get to have this in conversation you look at a movie like encanto 
which was Sorry, Encanto. Encanto, which was, I don't know why I said like a vampire, yeah, which yeah. was in theaters <laughs> only. And when it was in theaters, there was no conversation around this movie. The second this movie hit Disney Plus for free, everyone's it's talking not about for it. for free. You pay for it. But that, that, that's what I mean. Like, it's not <laughs> premier access, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry. It, it's not a premier access movie. So now that it's part of the, yeah. the, the, cata- like, the catalog. It's like you're not thinking about paying for Disney Plus because yes. most people do it for yeah. the year, right? Now the movie's in conversation. But, you know, you have movies like Raya that weren't in conversation either until they became really a part of the catalog instead of a, a subscription fee on top right. of it. So this is going to do great things for turning red it's going to be it's going to be a moment when this movie comes out 100 percent. do i wish i got to see it in theaters of course because it's pixar it's gonna be beautiful it's the first toronto based animated film that i can really think of that you know looks good so we had other ones that we had like norma the north i think and like a bunch of their shitty is norma the north in toronto i don't know man i I don't watch watch a polar bear movie (laughs) you don't watch that polar bear film no man that polar bear in toronto i know it's cold here right now but it's not it's not the arctic man man. i don't know man um no but here's the thing yeah like i was seeing people talk like tweeting cameron bailey like hey like tiff should do like their outdoor screening of something like this like to premiere like i try to understand people like i'm I'm a filmmaker and i i like movies i like watching movies in theaters but what is the big deal of watching a movie that is not on a big screen yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. I no, here's and I understand, I and I feel for theaters, and I feel for, but like, your your movie's still coming out. Yeah, people enjoy it. Like, it doesn't ha- always have to be on a big screen for you to enjoy, and to be like criticizing Disney for not putting it on the big screen. Okay, so they can they can put it on Premier Access and charge you thirty dollars for it, or you get it for for free and you still enjoy it with your family. Right. Like when I when you when you when these animators make these films, do they make them on big screens? Do they make them on forty-five feet screens? <laughs> no, they make them on s- s- computer screens. Like yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, twenty-seven inches max. Nineteen. It just yeah. I, don't, I just don't get it. Like people, like I just there don't was get there's it. an outrage of that I kept seeing on Twitter, and I was like, you guys need to relax. Like they were relax. like, it's, they were they were getting so riled up that like oh at d- Disney, look at Disney, but of course they're going to release Lightyear in theaters because that's based on their uh, money profiting uh, franchise. I'm okay, but listen, we don't know. It's this, these are decisions being made, yes, to increase the value of Disney Plus. Because guess what? We know streaming is the future, and the future is now. Yeah. And this is happening already. But this is a decision. It, it's so funny. And, and here's the thing. You know, maybe it's a good thing people are upset because they want to see in the theaters. Cool, that's great. If, if Disney could have given them the option to do theaters in Disney Plus, yeah, you could have done that. But also, that also was money that they're like, you know what? No, we're seeing the value of our streaming service. This is where we want to put it to people for people to watch it. Mm-hmm. You have 150 million people almost who are subscribed to Disney Plus around the world. Around the world, and they're getting a movie that is a top tier cinema movie that you're able to watch at home now. And yes, I, people could be upset that it's not going to be in theaters, but you still have access to it. The most important part, at the end of the day, again, like I said, as as reductionist as I sound here is people watching your movie a hundred percent right as a filmmaker i wouldn't give a shit of on a big screen is how many people watch people are, people are going to watch and that's, it and well, that's will, the talk about my movie yeah and people, and people talk about here domi she I, I i my heart goes out to her obviously fellow canadian but also like yes it would have been great to have those articles coming in oh turning red hits this milestone at the box Guess office what? yes but our podcast is going to be 
reviewing it. Yeah. So they'll be listening it yeah. to it here. But, but here's the thing, and I get it, and I get there is a there is that thing of having people all watching your movie together, and they want to be part of that. And I we we're not discounting that. We're not. But this is a win for a lot of people, and there's a lot of families out there who wouldn't have gone to see this movie because they didn't want to risk getting anything at the movie theaters, right? And now this is a win for families to watch this movie and for this movie to be rewatched like crazy. And that's the positive that we have to at least take from this. Yes, Mm -hmm. it would have been great for this to come out in theaters, and I would have loved for us to go watch this movie in theaters. But we also have to realize that we're in the minority for that, especially during a pandemic. And this is a win for so many people who are subscribed to Disney Plus who can't wait for this. This is nothing but a win for those people because like, oh my God, I get to watch this at home and I don't have to pay anything extra for it. I can watch it as many times as I want. Right. You know, so like this is exciting. I can't wait to watch this because there's so many times that like, well, like Raya, for example, I was so excited to talk about Raya last year, and I think Raya was a great movie. I think yeah. we all enjoyed Raya, and I remember telling my younger cousins about it, and they're like, oh, is it on Disney Plus? I'm like, yeah, but you have to pay for it. They're like, oh, it's okay. I'll wait. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> little, I know, yeah. you don't have money, little child. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> little child. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, that's it's why true. I call my cousins little child. Little child. It's, it's um, weird, but I like it. But, but, but that's the thing. It's like you have premiere access. I'm really curious if that's going to make a comeback at all this year. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. You don't think so at all, eh? I can't see why they would need to bring back Premier Access. Unless it's like... Because I can't see Thor going to Premier Access. Yeah. I can't no. see any of the Marvel films, Doctor Strange going to Premier Access. No. So, but, and that's the thing. People, and it? people were upset that Disney wasn't charging Premier Access for this too. I saw some takes. Which is it. a weird take yeah, like, opinion, Oh, we're not okay. like, like, oh, wow. Picture's not worth it's a It's outrage a for outrage like, sakes. Okay. It's like people getting upset for anything. Like, I don't know. I don't get upset that often. I only get upset at people getting upset at things. Yeah, like I was, I was, I, I saw this. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I feel for, obviously, I don't care about what anyone else thinks about this other than the people who made this Correct. movie. Correct, yeah. Right? If they're upset, At the end sure. of the day, I, I empathize with them and I my heart goes out to them because obviously you work and you want people to have a premiere and have a, a big showcase for this movie. That's 100%. You're the only opinions I care about. Yeah. But everybody else who's like, oh, like, you know, F Disney for this, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Argo, like, Argo, fuck yourself. You know, it's like, enjoy the movie. You yeah. get to watch the movie at Here's the end the of the day. Like, if you work for Pixar, we want you on this show. Yeah. So let, we, us know. let us Domi know. Domi Shi. Domi Shi. We were at Sheridan at the same time, girl. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying it like It's uh, a little creepy now. It's a little creepy. Don't like, me, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, you were stalkerish in, in that. No, place. but like we were, we were, we were at, we were the same. How year. do you know that though? Because I looked, I looked it up. Stalker. But that's that's public knowledge though. <laughs> that's <a> and, <laughs> Shay was cross referencing her Instagram posts that Sheridan versus his. I'm post. in the background. I'm like, yeah. hey, uh, I no. was it, it was on campus the same day you were taking your animation <laughs> but, class. But here's the thing, I'm I'm sure there are there are Pixar artists out there and creators out there who are yes upset by the decision. But I'm also sure there's a loud group of people also that probably we can't hear yet that do love this decision because they want people to see their work. Right. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. That's just complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're like, no, fuck you, man. Shame. Don't speak for us, man. Listen to you, man. Are you white or not? I yeah. can't tell by your voice. No, but again, honestly, like, we empathize. We, we, we hear, like, the people who worked on this movie who wanted to be seen on the big screen, of course. Um, but the only positive spin that we could put on this is that a lot more people are going to be able to watch your movie now. Yeah. On day one and be part of that conversation. Day uno. Day uno. Is that another Pixar movie that's, that's, coming? That's, that's, that's the third film in the trilogy of Frank Grillo's directorial <laughs> debut. Day There's Uno. three max, seven at large or whatever I called it, and then Day Uno. Now, 
again, th- this is happening. This is a circumstance of the pandemic, obviously. Yeah. Pixar uh, Lightyear later on this year. We've had really the last the last three Pixar films, Soul, Luca, and now Turning Red, all Disney Plus. Is Lightyear following suit? I don't think so. I think hopefully by summertime we'll be in a better place because that's what happened last year. That's also what we said last so year. So I, <laughs> I always base it off of what happened the year before because this is just like a sequel. Um, this is like Hangover 2 at this point. Yeah. You know? uh, I think Lightyear will be in theaters because that movie looks fucking beautiful as well. And I think in IMAX it's going to look great. So turning red won't is what you're saying? I would oh, say wow. it would be a Disney Plus. If nothing changes in the next three months, which I don't expect it to happen, like suddenly it just it disappears. I don't think that's... I think Disney... I think... You got this. <laughs> I think uh, Lightyear... <laughs> I, mean, I just wanted to say Buzz. Yeah. I think Lightyear will premiere on... Premier, uh, on a Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. What yeah. do you think? I'm going to say that Lightyear is going to be on Disney Plus. Okay. It just feels like a Disney Plus... I feel like film. It, I don't know why. There's like, just a, a weird feeling in me. As much as I want to be on the big screen as well, too, um, I just have a weird feeling that come like this year, like Disney's going to be. Like, Listen, we're making a lot of decisions that are going to shock people this year. Bob Chapek. Bob Chapek is going to. Oh, that was another thing. I, I saw people saying like Bob Chapek needs to go. I'm like, maybe Bob Chapek needs to go, but not, not for the reason of turning red. No, not for this. There's going to be other reasons. It's not it's just this. Bob. It's probably not like, even his decision at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like Bob, what movie are we coming out <laughs> with? What, what is it? Turning, turning, turning uh, blue. Turning heads. <laughs> turning heads. I'm no, turning red. I don't think like there's this idea that Bob is making all these decisions for yeah. Disney. Yeah, I, you, I, you, like, you point. No you point about this one man is literally making all the decisions. None of his executive team who are putting some insight into yeah. it. So he is getting some sort of, you know, He's information email. that makes sense. And for Nat, for what people are seeing right now, it doesn't make sense because people want to live in the past. They don't want to live in the future. Yeah. Like 2032. Yeah, yeah live, in, live, in yeah. The, live in 2023 just, dude, with I'm Anthony. living in the future, dude. Like, you got to think, what, what do you want your content to be like in the next 20 years? Do you always want to watch it in theaters or do you want to be able to watch it at home? And right now... The ability to watch an anteaters at home within like two weeks span, because we were talking about the Matrix yeah. Resurrections that came out on December 26th, 22nd, 22nd, December 22nd. It'll be available January 15th, 15th Yeah, at home. Like, I want that. That makes sense for me. Yeah. I would love, like, like again, it's 45 days right now is the window for most movies. Obviously, most studios, yeah. Most studios with the Matrix being an outlier right now because theaters are closed here in Canada and it's like we're giving you the option to own it now at home because it's already out on HBO Max. And it's not really lighting the box office on fire. No, right, so it's, but it's like, it's a weird situation and again, until we get back to some semblance of normal, which who knows when is going to happen now, this is, we're going into a third year of a pandemic right now, we're going to see a lot of these decisions but at the end of the day, if you're able to watch this movie, I think that's all a lot of studios care about think how much money sony would make if they had a streaming platform and they released spider-man Dude, I, they're actually they're actually pretty smart they they don't have that many movies sony so all they do is just license it out yeah they literally did the deal with netflix and then a week later they did a deal with disney yeah. where it's like yeah after netflix has it spider-man movies will go. be on disney they're Plus. making their like, money what? they don't have to worry about creating a whole yeah. system well they have their own mini system but it's only on sony tvs yeah right? but it's like also not like oh we're moving things to there it's like hey it's a it's a, something that we have which everyone has right yeah it's like their sony bravia streaming yeah. service or whatever but like again it's not 
like they don't have to worry about that. No, it's not, it's not a platform that they're looking to increase every year, yeah. like Disney Plus or Netflix, yeah. right? Disney again, Disney Plus is only getting stronger in terms of its content value. When you stronger. look, when you look at what's on there, and then we see Pam and Tommy with the Disney logo <laughs> on it, and here in Canada, it's just Disney Plus really is turning into that subscription service that is Disney's first sex tape. I'm just excited for it. Yeah, Disney's first sex tape. Oh my god, Sundance. Cancels in-person Utah events amid Omicron. Moves screenings online. This is coming from Brian Welk of The Wrap. Sundance has canceled its planned in-person events in Park City, Utah for 2022. And for the second year in a row, it'll move its screenings fully online. Sundance had attempted to stage a hybrid festival for 2022 and host screenings both on the ground and virtually, but with the Omicron variant uh, of the coronavirus spreading at rapid rates and forcing the cancellation of other award shows and events across the industry, the festival's hands were finally forced. The festival will still take place as previously scheduled beginning January 20th, with some screening adjustments made to the schedule to account for a fully online festival. Anthony. <laughs> Don't tell us how you feel. No, I'm just kidding. What are your thoughts and, on this? And he's just like rubbing his hands together right now. Yeah. Should, we, should we tell our audience? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, we, don't, we don't hide. No, we don't we, hide. We did, not, we did not get um, accredited to the Sundance Film Festival. Do you know if you did yet, though? No, I haven't. No. They, 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 they probably saw my... my, my, my <laughs> What is it? My my thing, email, my email <laughs> your, your application, my application, and they probably like who is this guy? And yeah. then they yeah. just trashed it because yeah. <laughs> I have not guy? received anything. So we, I get so Shay and I were uh, we're not accredited this year. We were accredited last year. Yeah, uh, we're still waiting on Anthony's application, but again, but it's in the garbage. It's in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> they they actually printed like, you know Anthony's when, out. You know when you you don't exist? Yeah. That's me. I don't exist. I'm you Peter know, Parker. You know Peter Parker at the end of No Way Home. Yeah. Wow. We're so I, I also just side note. We're full on spoilers for Spider Man now at this point. Well, we did a spoiler episode. Yeah, so I'm just, <laughs> once the spoiler episode comes out, like yeah. we're okay to talk once about. Once it's been three weeks, yeah, I think we're we're, good, we're, we're into it. But yeah, we didn't get accredited this year. We're just kind of um, sad because I mean we got accredited last year. Yeah, and we had I think a monumental year of growth and just kind of what we did. But here, here's the thing: we're not owed anything. We get it. Yeah, we just want to let you know when it comes to Sundance this year, we may be covering some films. We may be not covering others because we don't have full access like we did last year. Yeah. Um, but we, we're still on all the emails and we still know a lot of the publicists who are covering it. So they're still sending us things to watch. So our coverage, we're still figuring out what that exactly is going to be this year. I think they're still figuring it out too. Yeah, because clearly we knew this was coming. We like we saw this each every couple of weeks. We'd, I'd get a new email from Sundance saying, hey, we're now uh, we're now we're going to have social distancing. Or now we're going to uh, going to have uh, you, you require double vaccination, but now you need actually you need your booster as well too, yeah. and it's like it kind of kept changing the guidelines, and it's like we there's no way this in person no. that's going to happen. Also, Anthony, you're not the only one because I was I was looking online, and a lot of people still haven't received word. If they got into well, maybe Sundance maybe yet. maybe I'll get it and then we can watch it online. I think you'll get yeah. it like the eleventh hour. Like, yeah. on, on like, January twentieth, they'll be like, "Hey, on the do you last come? day of Sundance, <laughs> do you want to come? Are we want to book a flight." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, it makes sense, like for a film festival to do this. Yeah, you know it, it just to make sure everyone who's going is safe and secure. We were always wondering, like, the reason why we didn't get accredited was because a lot of this event was going to be in person. They were banking on being in person yeah. again. Yes. Um, so that, that was my thinking that, okay, well that's probably why we didn't get what we, we 
Yeah, because we applied as remote only, virtual only. And now that right. it's virtual only, it's kind of like, can we still get it? Can yeah, we, seriously. Yeah, because last year was was only virtual. Right. Yes. Right? So they let, let a lot more fun. people in. It, it was, was fun last year. It was probably year. the best film festival I attended. I agree. It was seamless last year. Yeah. And, that, and that's what was, that's, I was like, wow, we're. Like, we watched our, a lot of movies. Are all, yeah, we watched, I think, like 20, 25 movies last yeah. year. Disgusting. Um, so maybe, who knows, things may change depending on. What's happening now with things being all virtual, but we'll obviously let you know what happens. If you're listening to Sundance, we love you and we'd we do. love to cover you. We'd love to we love to be all over that. Mm, mm. I don't know about that one. Well now you scared them off. <laughs> Listen. Whatever happens, we're gonna have some we're gonna we're gonna be there whether you like it or not, yeah. Sundance. <laughs> we're gonna break now it. Now this is a threat. <laughs> How do we hack Sundance? That's the question. I know uh, a guy. Well, I mean it's Robert Redford is controlling that, right? So his pastor's probably just like one, two, three, four. Yeah. Robert one two three <laughs> Winter Soldier. <laughs> I don't think he knows he did that movie. By no. the way, uh, let's jump into some quick updates. The Boys season three finally returns June third. So excited for this! This my is God. super exciting. Was it? We didn't have it last year, right? No, we had it twenty twenty. Jeez, so yeah. far away. Uh, Rooney Mara will be playing Audrey Hepburn in the Apple produced biopic. This is great casting. She looks exactly like. Uh, Audrey Hepburn. Do you think somebody needs to look exactly like the character that they're playing? No, because we had Michael Fassbender who did a phenomenal job as Steve Jobs. A sexy Steve Jobs? It does help, but... It does it help, does. yeah. Because it was also announced this week too that Chris Evans is going to be playing Gene Kelly. What? Yeah, you didn't see that? Chris what? Evans is going to be playing Gene Kelly. Oh, Chris Evans. Yeah, who do you think I said? I thought you said Chris Pratt. No. I'm like, what? <laughs> Again? No, Chris Evans. Yeah, okay, that's it. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't like I squint. I not, I, that, not that they don't look. No, I squint. I super different. It's just, it. Uh, it just. I was thinking more of Nicole Kidman in uh, I Love Lucy. Oh, or uh, being the Ricardos. Ricardos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I Dev, have to look at Gene Kelly. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Look, looks him up. like a white guy with some slick back hair. It could be Chris Evans. It could be Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dev Patel, uh, Ralph Fiennes, Ben Kingsley joined Benedict Cumberbatch in Wes Anderson's new movie. He's pumping out movies, man. He did French Wes? Dispatch. He just did that other one with Tom Hanks and Margot Same with Robbie. Benedict. He's pumping out movies too. And then and who? Sorry, Benedict. He's yeah, pumping Benedict, out movies. Benedict's been like in seventeen movies this year. Yeah, those movies I didn't even know he did. Um, Vanessa Kirby will be replacing Jodie Comer in Ridley Scott's Napoleon drama Kitbag. Uh, I think Ridley Scott just take a break for a bit. Just, just he loves. I think if he takes a break, he might pass away. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's not me thing but like he's no like, he's, in his, he's in his 80s yeah and he's also grumpy he's a grumpy he's grumpy old. It, it's funny because people always like talk about scorsese in marvel movies after like two quotes but like really scott is all the time just like yo fuck you spider-man and it's like he, nobody he's says a villain anything. in a spider-man just, movie fuck you just, spider-man that's all he does he's just like he just says Fuck Marvel, fuck everybody, and it's like people are yeah. just like, "All right, Ridley, you're okay, man." Yeah, they're like, "All right, sir, sit down." It's <laughs> so uh, funny. Josh Hartnett has been cast in Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer, and Michael Keaton joins Batgirl. Anything you guys want to touch on? Uh, Josh Hartnett, nice to see him doing uh, a movie. He's going back. He's yeah. coming back because again, like he passed on auditioning for Batman mm-hmm. in. 2003 with Nolan for yeah. Batman Begins, which was 2005, and that was I think peak Josh Hartnett as well too. That was a, that was a good time for Josh Hartnett, and he yeah. said he's always regretted it. I'm like, yeah, I'd regret it too, man. That was when I <laughs> Nolan think wanted you. Hollywood Homicide came out with him and Harrison Ford. Yeah, what did we recently see him in? He did a he did a, he was in a trailer for something. It was like uh, that that disaster film with uh, Mel Gibson. Was it Mel Gibson? 
No. Or no, it was a. Uh, or was it a? Uh, I don't know. Oh no, it was the. Wasn't it the 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 Scottish guy? What's his stupid <laughs> name from Three Hundred? Oh, uh, Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, he was. Gerard, in, wasn't he, he was in that movie? Not, not in, no, the the other movie with the other English he, dude. Um, it's it's hard. Oh, he does the karate all the time. He's in oh, Snatch. Wrath of Man. Wrath of Man. Oh yeah, he's in Karate Karate Man. Karate Man. You know him. Oh, the karate it's a new year, guys. Man. My brain is not always and, and the year that you're living in, Jason's in the probably dead. Fuck. Oh my <laughs> god, true. man. No, I hope he's uh, we're not, all though. dead in his. But yeah, Andy's living in the year three thousand. By the way, you wonder what happened to it. Like, where did he go? Like, there was a good. 10 years where he just disappeared yeah, and now I, he's coming back and he's doing little things I feel like he, he, he was that actor that Hollywood was trying to push as a leading man and, and then he just and then he just wasn't yeah. he kind of almost went like Brendan Fraser where Brendan Fraser yes. was like he's here and then he's just gone yeah. and now they're starting to come back yeah. uh, Michael Keaton joins Batgirl this also came with some news this week that rumor is the Flash movie is going to be resetting the DCEU and now Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck aren't going to be in it but I'm like newsflash they haven't been in it like they haven't been in these movies for five oh years God. you you can't count us uh, the snyder cut because that movie's five years old at this point yep and it doesn't it's, it's not, not in canon it's not in canon so it's like they're doing their universe of films and they're going to go forward ben affleck has said on record again i am done playing this character after the flash it, it was is. a nice goodbye yeah <laughs> leave him alone <laughs> it's a it was not good for his mental health. No. You have to respect that. Like for the man to keep coming back, you know what? Kudos to you, Ben. But like, yeah, look, the the tender bar uh, just came out on Amazon Prime, and we didn't really do a review for it. We didn't. We watched it last year. Thank yeah. you to Amazon for inviting us. Yeah, uh, I think we we liked it. We liked Ben's performance. Well, we like we like Ben's performance. The movie yeah. as a whole, whatever. Yeah. But Ben's performance, he was a standout for us. Yeah. So. He can still do great movies. Let him do that. Let him just do his own movies. He, it, I'm, I'm sorry, but Batman, that ship has sailed now for him. He did his time. Yeah. And he was a great Batman. But we were good to move on. It was almost 10 years ago he was cast as well. Because he was cast he in will, 2013. He'll come back as Batman. In After the Flash, you think? One day, yeah. You will. think so? You he sound, will. why are you sounding yeah, like you such sound a like cool a, guy right Yeah, like, like a guy. Guys, because Anthony's like, guys, Because he said that, he <laughs> said he wouldn't come back ever again and he did the Flash, so. Yeah. He will come back. But I also, de- I also depend, I and also I think, think it depends on what his character send off is in the Flash because. <laughs> he gets every, just shot down. I, I, I think, <laughs> I think he's going to sacrifice himself. I am so. I'm, I'm saying, right, I think he's going to sacrifice himself in some way here. Um, it's funny though, because we're talking about the Flash is and he's in it. Uh, it's funny that he's dying in a flash. No, uh, but everyone's always talking about Michael Keaton because now Michael Keaton is in two new Batman movies. He's in the Flash. And Dude, he's yeah. gonna be in background. I saw I saw a Crazy. picture of Michael Keaton as just like Bruce Bruce in that universe. Bruce Wayne. Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Uh, Hold on. What's what's the connection? What is Bruce? <laughs> no, Wayne no. But Batman? like I just I just saw him as we has. Like, yeah. He now has gray curly yeah. hair. Yeah. And he's in like this really silver Mercedes. Like he drives yeah. like this high end car. Like, you know, it's just like it's going back to. You know our first Batman, is, or our second Batman compared to, uh, yeah, Adam West. Oh, Adam West, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's nice to see him. Just not even in the suit, just seeing him be this character, yeah, which is interesting because we we want to see more of. I wanted to see more because I I like the first two Batman. Yeah, I would have lo- really dark. I wish he did all four of those movies, but again, it's it's. Why you didn't like uh, Batman and Robin? No, it's not that I didn't like Batman and Robin. I'm just kidding. It's that I would have preferred it to be Michael Keaton throughout. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know and line. they went a different direction. That's why he decided not to do 
three and four yeah, or yeah. three. We don't really see that though now anymore. What like, do you mean? like that was like that was a that's a big deal when you think about like because those four movies are all pretty much in the same continuity ish. They don't really think of them as continuity that way, but yeah. it's like it's it's funny that like well yeah because like two faces one is Billy D Williams and one is Tommy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lee Jones <laughs> both with three names yeah so it's just, Billy D Williams Tommy Lee Jones Tommy oh Lee God, Jones is weird thing. right like, maybe that's what they did it very strange but it's like it just it just funny like here's oh yeah he's not Batman anymore it's somebody else two years later or three years later it's like yeah. oh shit like that yeah that was you a, don't see those you didn't care at that time either right because like, there was no internet really to yeah. like express they got outrage. Warner Brothers just, got a lot of letters. They probably did. They got a lot of letters. Probably I mean, did. I mean, yeah. Michael Keaton joins Batgirl. That movie's coming out this year. Yeah, which it's this year, right? On HBO, it's an HBO so. Max movie. Yeah, yeah, so it's coming out this year. The Flash is coming out this year. Is the Flash in November? Do we know when the Batgirl's coming out? I don't know. Shit, there's you're asking of, me things. There's like, a lot of Batman. Co- I should do work for a Holy podcast, a movie. Right <laughs> like he doesn't. Hold on, let me. I'll figure this he's out. Like, guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> but that's a lot of Batman we're getting this year. Right? So, so we uh, have so Batman. Flash is November fourth expected. Yeah, Batgirl. I can take a look into that for you. Okay. you know, I've got the power. But it's like, yeah, we have the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Different Batman. Different Batman. We have Flash. Flash. That's going to have Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. And now we're Two having Batmans. Batgirl, which is going to have Michael Keaton and. Uh, Batgirl and Barbara Gordon. Hopefully, I'm okay. <laughs> Hopefully, Sorry. Bruce, Bruce, uh, Bruce Trim. Bruce Tim. Trim. Trim. <laughs> I was like, who? Oh, who I was just like, hopefully Bruce trims his beard. Bruce, Bruce Tim is trims. nowhere near the Batgirl. Uh, sex, sex stuff. Yeah, because I I learned today that I was he, reading an article article that Bruce. Got Batgirl pregnant. Wait, wait, wait. So no, no, no. Bruce sorry. Tim? Bruce no, sorry. Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Sorry. Batgirl Batman. Pregnant. In wait. one of the comments. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Sorry, sorry. Bruce Wayne yeah. got Batgirl pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. In a Bruce Tim based comic? Yes. And, and yeah, it was in the continuity of Batman the animated series that they were together as well, too. And they have. Who, who, who's their child? No, no, no. But, so in, in the animated series, they don't have a child. Yeah. But in the show and in the movies that are the Bruce Tim ones, there is a relationship there between Barbara Gordon and Bruce. And yeah. that's, it's rumored to be like why like Robin and him had a big fallout and stuff like that. Was, too. It was there always like a very paternal thing in the, no. Yeah. Yeah. And also in, uh, the killing joke. Yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about which that. is also, <laughs> but it's, it's crazy, but who like, who he loves putting their, them, he loves child? putting them together. So the, the child, so she has a miscarriage because oh. someone during one of her like things, like during her, why is she her, fighting crime yeah, pregnant, by the way? Her, you can't smoke her, while you're fighting crime. She gets crime. punched in the stomach and that causes that, a miscarriage. But like, that's, that's some dark stuff. Yeah. Like not well, only Batman. is he, ha- he having a, 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 a kid with a his kid. protege of yeah. sorts. Um, but she has a miscarriage. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, some daddy issues that this guy has with his characters know. or if it's like he's trying to make a daddy issue there's, with there's definitely with, some weird stuff that he's done commissioner in... gordon and her father yeah and trying to like see her father yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah i'm no yeah. psychologist there's but... a nah, in the batman uh in the batman and harley quinn and they made a movie to nightwing and harley quinn like do it and you're like yeah yeah i remember that i'm like this is so strange like i get like this is like it's a direct to dvd movie like or direct to home release like and it's like the age rating is different, but it's like there's just things that like I'm not I'm not opposed to it, but it's like it doesn't make sense in the story. No. So like, and I think that was a, that was a through line with a lot of the animated films where it's like, oh, 
this is like a weird sexual relationship they have now. Like in uh, the Teen Titans movie, like uh, Deathstroke or Slade has a relationship with like Terra, and it's like, but why? Like I guess why they're is trying this... to like they're trying to put this? And it's like it's this... like he's an old man and she is like a teenager, and it's like yeah. why the fuck are you doing this? This I just I think I think what comic book writers are trying to do is yes, comic superheroes have sex and they don't know how to deal with that. Yeah, like they only know like Peter Parker and MJ. Yeah, that's really the Superman only Lois big, Lane. It's and like, yeah, and we don't even know if like what does that look like? I don't, with I don't know. That's and our Lois topic Lane. of the show next week. <laughs> Relationships. Yeah, and, uh, and we the know comic Bruce and Selena, and that's yes. that's yeah. a big one. But now Bruce going like pedo. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we won't ask you to define which Bruce yeah. we're talking about there again. <laughs> yeah, which one? Uh, <laughs> but here's, here's the thing: maybe, maybe, maybe comic book writers found out that the only way to defeat the villain is to fuck them. <laughs> now, now that's just now. I think that's just rape. I'll be honest with you. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. just the uh, could be. It's it's we're in uncharted waters now. Uh, uncharted comes out January and February fourteenth <laughs> as well. But let's play jump. the Legacy of Thieves collection <laughs> January twenty eighth. Well, let's jump into box office. Cha ching. Yeah, I'm not supposed yeah, to do it. No, you're I, not I supposed know, to do it. I know. I'm we're, glad. We're I looked okay. at you and you were like, "Did I? Don't do I, it." I was. I, I forgot. Do it. Yeah. You were like, "Should I have done it?" Uh, no. Good thing I didn't. Despite Omicron sending many back to the comfort of their households for January, people are still going to the movies, especially Sony, Marvel's Spider-Man: No Way Home, which is snatching a fourth weekend of 30 million at about 4,012 locations. Spider-Man took in 8.3 million yesterday, and by the end of Sunday, will raise its cum cum. Cumulative cum. to 666.5. Oh, so close to 6666. I know. 666.5 million, which will make it the sixth highest grossing movie at the domestic box office ahead of James Cameron's Titanic, which was at 659.3 million. Sing 2 made about 10.3 million in its third weekend, is now the highest grossing animated movie of the pandemic at the domestic box office. And then, um, the Simon Kinberg directed, produced, co-written all femme action movie. The three five five came in third with three point four million. <laughs> could have been three point three five. Yeah, no, could have been four. So this is uh, oh, the weirdest. Like we were having this conversation, you yeah. and I, and also Anthony and I, about the three five five and how we were Mandela so effect, confident yeah. that this was a Netflix movie. We were so confident. Like we, we got, I feel like we even said it on the show. Like, yeah, we're not watching this. We'll wait for it to be on Netflix. I, we, I remember we got invited to the screener and we were like, oh, well, we'll just wait to yeah. see it on Netflix. We even saw a poster for it in the theater and that yeah. didn't even make, like, I still thought it was coming out Yeah, Yeah, you and I watched the trailer and we're like, oh, that's a weird thing. They don't never promote movies about Netflix in theaters, but here we are. And, there's no record of it ever coming to Netflix. No, no, there's nothing. But like our minds were just like Mandela effect. We were we were 100 animate. This is a Netflix movie. I mean, it does look like a Netflix it movie. Like, uh, uh, it does. Okay, not all Netflix movies are like look like this, but there are some Netflix this movies is, that, a look. that fit in a category of this, especially the poster as well too. Yeah, the poster too. definitely like it screams Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, it screams all right. But um, we like we knew this movie wasn't going to do well. Like, yeah. Like we knew. Yeah, like push back a year. It, you know? Literally, I remember last, like in 2020, like, oh, this movie, I'm like, Shay, because we saw the trailer yeah. for 2020, I'm like, Shay, the 355 got delayed a year and we're like, what the heck? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, Man, like Netflix is going to lose a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> it, what's delayed? Wait, where's the thing? If it was delayed, we should have known then. 
because the Netflix movie wouldn't get delayed. <laughs> Very true. Let's, we're just and I think down now. If, if it wasn't a pandemic, I think it would have made a little bit more money. I just it's a, little, a, little, a little, little bit more, more. a little just, bit more. I just it would have been three point five instead of three point four. Releasing this film now, especially what's happening, like people are not going to go and risk getting infected or for getting a virus five, for five. the three five five. Yeah. I also don't think again. It has nothing to do with, and there's a lot of discourse around this movie, of course, with like, oh, it's, you know, it's all like, this is like, the, this is the proper, like, female spy movie. This is Absolutely what it should not. be. We've had so many. It's okay. No, but it, 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 and that's exactly it. It's like, no, you're going into a crowded market of movies that we've seen a million times over. You're coming off a director who just directed one of the worst X1 movies. Yeah. And now he's writing and directing this one. And, and it's producing. Like, and producing and it's like yeah people don't care about this they want to see i'd rather go see spider-man for the sixth time than go just, do that you know it just I mean? feels like an inside job movie you know you know what i'm saying like an this inside job movie in the sense that brian probably are his friends with everyone on this cast it's like yeah let's make this movie and we'll, oh who's brian? oh you mean you mean simon simon sorry well, it's, simon. Not, it's not uh, brian singer it's not brian. Brian. he's simon he's gone yeah simon, it's 100 it simon's yeah. friends yeah. with all these actors or actresses and she's like Let's make this movie yeah. revolving. Like it just and Jessica Chastain like worked like I'm, on Dark Phoenix, right? Right. right. They, they came up with the movie at that time and during he, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, because he already had this lined up. It's like literally, like I remember people tweeting about it, saying like, "Oh, like male directors fail upwards," and it's so true though, because like Dark Phoenix came out was garbage, trashed. It, it was like I mean, like it was trashed by like critics and everybody, box office and everybody, and it's like literally the next that week it's like oh simon kinberg to write and produce a movie with jessica chastain it's like oh like obviously his career wasn't affected by it mm-hmm. yeah um and again i it's nothing to do with the fact that it's an all-female no not at all like no I, it could be all males for all i care this movie looks bad it yeah. just looks bad in general like there's no sugarcoating it and, and guess what it's not doing well the reviews aren't great either there's yeah. that infamous letterbox review that we read about i'm not gonna read it because it's so long yeah but but it, it was, was a viral tweet it was really funny simon simon wrote this story too simon yeah. wrote directed and yeah produced it. you wrote it with brian singer no, i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> uh and marvel movies have made 30 percent of the total box office last year no one's surprised no one's surprised because those are the movies that people are showing up for right yeah, now people are going to go to the theaters to see a blockbuster yeah or to, to watch something that's fun and lighthearted and forgets about the pandemic yeah let's jump into some trailers trailers, trailers. so we've got a couple of trailers i mean obviously we're not gonna talk about all the ones that we missed but some of the the standouts are i guess most recent ones uh, we have moonfall the batman insidious the dark realm pam and tommy and fortress Fortress. It's the one with Bruce Willis where he just says like one liners. Oh, the Chad Michael Murray one? Yeah, and he's oh, just, that's he's just one, yeah. angry. You bastard. He's like, yeah. he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah he's upset in that one. For that's sure. my son. That's my son. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> and he's sitting down the whole time. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about Moonfall first. <sighs> and that's enough. Uh, let's jump up with the Batman next. All right, I got. Yeah. Welcome to the Batman <laughs> podcast. My name is Daniel. I'm joined by Shay and Cat, Anthony. The Bat and the Cat? The, the Bat, Bat and the Cat. cat. This a was a fucking great trailer yeah it, it literally dropped as a private video on warner brothers things as they were doing like um i guess promotion with the empire cover mm-hmm. with batman and selena kyle on it and it's like then this trailer dropped and it was such a banger of a trailer too i love that we're finally getting proper batman and catwoman like from catwoman from the very beginning working with him and seeing why this character is so important to bruce wayne and selena yeah. kyle working together and we're getting a proper like mafia tie-in with all the different like mobs and everything like that like this movie 
is probably one of my most anticipated movies of all time. I agree. And it looks beautiful. Every frame of this movie that I've seen looks incredible, and I am so excited for it. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. Anthony, what about you? I thought this trailer was... It just it gave me like that that true detective Batman yeah. that we're so looking forward to, and that grittiness, that noir. That, that noir that we've seen in like the long Halloween, which is something I watched over the, the holidays. Did you watch part two as well? Only part it? one, but okay. like it just gave me vibes of that. It's just, I like that type of Batman, not always being the super heroic, epic movie that we wanted to see him in. Yeah. I, more, not in a grounded, but like that. It's a grittiness to it. Gritty, you know? but like still detective. It, it feels like, like it feels like Matt Reeves and David Fincher came together and like okay Had let's a baby make, with bruce tim with bruce tim <laughs> no but just like we're like let's look at what makes this character great and again I, w- I was watching batman begins in the dark knight over the break as well too and i love those movies mm-hmm. the dark knight is one of my favorite movies of all time but that's a very it's a very almost like as gritty that's what was gritty at the time for us right it's also grand in some scales too it was and especially when you look at the dark knight it's a very big blockbuster and not like i'm talking like marvel level blockbuster but it's just a very big imax movie mm-hmm. it's very clean his batman's a very clean looking batman where what i like about robert pattinson's world is that it is a dark gritty world where mm-hmm. we had that more in batman begins where it kind of had that orange hue to it and then with the dark knight it was a bit more blue and then dark knight rises a bit more like white red overexposed and, and red and orange yeah. so it's like this looks very gritty and grounded and like very seeing personal. the flooding and it's always raining and it it's looks like, like it looks like they spit on each other in this world you know what i mean <laughs> you know like that's yeah, what it feels like gotham Dude. and like then, it yeah. does feel like it doesn't feel like christopher nolan's gotham which yeah. is just a chicago. city chicago like this yeah. feels like the Gotham, yeah, we've it's, read it's, about. and it's and it's gothic too. Yeah. It's like you're literally like you shot this in Scotland, you shot this in Ireland, you shot this in the UK. Like it has like that feel to it, and then you see like the city in it at some point too. And the Riddler looks like he's a Zodiac killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best stories that come out of Batman are not the ones that involve like you know the the outrageous superhero stuff. It's the more of that. It's the, the, it's the, the personal mafia, ones. Yeah. the 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 manipulation and the 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 scariness of a, a character who yeah. can say manipulate a city and then twist on it. It's, it's actual crime. Yeah. You know, it's not like this big world ending event. And I think that's why when you look at Ben Affleck's Batman, I didn't believe that. Like, again, I thought Ben Affleck was a great Batman and Bruce Wayne, but also we never really got a, a movie to really expand on that. It just, it's hard to believe, like, especially in the world that they, created with the Snyder cut and I don't want to turn this into a big Snyder cut thing but like or in the in the Snyder verse it's like okay Metropolis and Gotham City are sister cities Batman's been working in the city for 20 years but people still don't believe he exists nobody else knows that he exists so it's like it was a weird disconnect for that and like the fact that like you have Batman who is like a human being with fighting Superman it's like okay how are you going to make this work and like I can't picture a Superman in Matt Reeves' Batman world. Like, you can't. And that's why Matt Reeves fought to make this movie separate from the DCEU. Because he's like, no, if I'm doing this, I'm creating my own world. I don't want to play in somebody else's sandbox. Like, this is my world I'm creating. And I'm so glad that Warner Brothers was like, please do it. Do whatever you want. And now we're getting a Gotham PD spinoff. We're getting a Penguin spinoff. And I want more stories in that world. Because the DCEU is very messy. Give Give me just... Give me just Matt Reeves' Batman. Like, give me, I think give me Warner new. Brothers knows that's been working for yeah. them. Give me new. Yeah. Yeah. 
Insidious the Dark Realm, directed by Patrick Wilson. This is the fifth Insidious film. And that's all. Uh, Pam and Tommy. This looks great. It does. Hopefully we'll be watching it very soon, too. Yeah. Yeah. This looks dope. I'm excited for this on Disney Plus and Hulu in the States. Yeah. Everything's great except the... What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who. You Mr. know who. He he public just, enemy he, number one. You just Seth. came in to laugh for us. Yeah, <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much, Seth. Thanks, Take Seth. Care, guys. Hey, look. You and Seth are going to have to have a conversation. We're going to have to air this I out. I don't think we will when because Seth I don't want to Seth is going to come on the what show. If, yeah. What if he gives you like I a guess hug? I'll... No. And a million dollars. A million dollars. Seth, you I, heard it here. The, the villain has made his demands. <laughs> I will never watch your things unless you give me a million dollars. So it's just like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, and Fortress, which is... Uh, you want to talk about Fortress? Uh, yeah, it's Bruce Willis doing another one of his many Bruce Willis films that he does. Just random. Straight, straight to Walmart. Yeah, the, the Willis verse, I think it's called. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Like I said, I messaged it in the chat. Why is he making these movies? Because they're all very similar in, in the sense where he's like... Former CIA, C- former yeah. FBI, former... Very Liam Neeson type of movie. Yeah. Oh, well, movie. Liam Neeson also has a movie coming out. We forgot oh, about Blacklight. Blacklight. Blacklight, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Which is like in the Taken universe pretty much because it's like the same fucking plot kind of thing. Yeah. These guys are making this, the same movie over and over but like, again. How much sure. debt are you in that you need to keep making this type of movie? Like At this point, you just retire. If you don't want to make movies anymore, because I don't see him... Like being happy. I think this, this is film. his. I think this is his retirement. Yeah. Like he's like again. Who's casting Bruce Willis in big roles? The last big role he had what, was in Glass. Dude, he could be cast. Which again was an outlier because it was still during his shitty movie phase. Right. But but I mean like that was yes, his last right. bigger studio movie. But yeah. like maybe Bruce he just Willis, likes making movies. Like Nicolas Cage. If I was, maybe. if I would be in Oppenheimer. Put Bruce Willis in Oppenheimer. What's Bruce Willis going to do? In Oppenheimer? I don't know. Man. <laughs> he's, playing, he's playing Oppenheimer. Yeah. He's playing the same character he plays in all his movies. Because yeah. Bruce Willis was never an amazing actor, but at least he was in good movies. Yeah, yeah. It was you know he he was he was just the 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 round peg that fit. Like you know? yeah, you Six, used him to his strength. Yeah, Sixth Sense was. A movie that I oh he's actually really good in Sixth Sense like yeah. when you when you saw it like you didn't expect him to be in that type of movie and yeah. it was a really good movie because at the end like that whole movie is is a very draw, dramatic slash it's very horror, drawn out but like at the end that that whole thing is just it's fantastic and you didn't expect Bruce Willis to be the leading man for that movie yeah he's no. dead what uh, what you bastard. You spoiled it, man. What if we another have Bruce, like another Bruce? We have like on the show, by the way. Today. New listeners, young listeners who have never watched Six Sense. Listen, rule on the show: once a movie's been out for a month, we're allowed to talk. Spoiler about free. It. Spoiler free. Yeah, go in spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know the risk. Out this, week. you know the risk. Listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, you guys are talking about the Six Sense thing. <laughs> How do I Wait, what? <laughs> out, out this week, Peacemaker, which will be available on HBO Max and Crave here in Canada. And then we have Scream 5, or Scream, or Freem. I we was also, say, you changed it to the, with the 5. We also have Righteous Gemstones. Righteous yes. Gemstones out tonight. And, and Euphoria, Euphoria yeah. tonight. Season 2. Yeah. Which is taking a really long time. Yeah, it took a while. But it they also had that little mini season, right? Yeah, they had like prologues. Two yeah. prologues that appeared last year. Was Zendaya in the prologues as well, too? Yes. Okay. Zendaya's in the first I really one. want to watch Euphoria, but I also don't want to be depressed. Because Euphoria was 2019 or 2020? 2019. Yeah, so again, it's another victim of the pandemic. See, right? Euphoria is not depressing. Like, it is depressing, but, like, you have to understand, like, you don't, you're not that age group to, that should feel that much depression because they're in 
high school. Yeah. You're not. You know what I'm saying? I, like, you know I'm saying? not like, in high school. There is no, there's age, no age has been revealed. Huge co- connection in that sense. You're just shocked that is this really what happens with kids in the world? Is this like an actual thing that we kids are going through? That's yeah. that's because you know, growing up, I was naive and yeah. I didn't we only go had, through any of these we only things. Had I wasn't aware and, uh, heroin when Anthony yeah. was in high school. Yeah, it was now it's like fentanyl and everything else yeah, no, we, had, we had like we had like molly in high school and we had like mdma hold on just so you make you're very casual about this you mean, when you said we had you're making something like i, did I didn't this. i'm I didn't pretty sure that. shade I said he's a look i didn't partake i didn't partake school. you know i was just grass only but that's it but this the, this show goes to the extremes yeah um but yeah it's it's depressing but it's also I, again i only watched the first season so i can't say what the second season is i don't think the second season would be happier I can't imagine. It's just sad, but you know, that's what that's what rules the world right now. Sadness. You gotta love your kids. You gotta love your kids. <laughs> Take love them. Hug that's them. Uh, that's the quote from the show. We should have a quote from every show. What's the quote? This one. This one. <laughs> what did you just say? So he's like, "That's the world right now." Sadness or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I, I don't remember. I, I have my list of like Anthony quotes. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I watched three movies this week about sadness. Sad, like kids and sadness. Kids? Like oh. when you said love your kids, I said I love like, your kids. I, yeah, you, you I said s- it. love your kids. Yeah, love oh. your kids. I didn't tell you love your kids. You I watched two movies that really focus on that idea. Uh, one of the last few quotes that I have from Anthony is, "I'm in the same boat, but a different one." Yeah. So I didn't. I mean, <laughs> I like, it doesn't sound like you are. Though. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, we're we're can be, we can be one of those big boats, and then all the side is like a little boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the Titanic, you're in the you're in the fucking safety raft. Okay, so the, there could be many boats on a boat. The yeah. next quote that I have from Anthony here is: "I never watched the first Godzilla. I gotta give it a second chance." <laughs> Like, you gotta give it a first chance, John yeah, Anthony. Man. You can't, you can't give something a second chance when you haven't seen it. Oh, I love him. I've missed you guys. I miss. I love you guys. I love you. He starts crying. Peter three. Year Back to Hogwarts. <laughs> what are we watching, Anthony? Anthony, you had, you had some. You have a very diverse <clears throat> list. Oh, so let what, me pull what it did up. You watch? So this week, or for, we'll say since the holiday season, um, I watched the ten. Come on, come on. The Hobbit trilogy, Lupin, which is the Netflix TV series, Yellow Jackets, The Lost Daughter, Station Eleven, and Batman: Long Halloween Part One. Anyone you want to talk about in particular? Um, I want to talk about like Titan was when you know one of those movies that was talked about a lot. It won yeah. the Palme d'Or during you know the the Cannes Film Festival. It is a body horror film, so it's it's French based from the maker of. Raw, raw, raw. Oh, yeah. is it that? same director? Oh my goodness. same yeah. director. Raw is a and it doesn't like you. Film, you yeah. see her and you're like, oh, oh. she's so nice, but <laughs> like she's making some <laughs> scary things, like some twisted um, things. You um, never know. What's I'm going just going on to my movie. my book here. Yeah. The, so yeah, it's such a it's an interesting film because the the premise is this character, you know, has is impregnated by a car. And, yeah, as one does, but that's that's the Bruce Tim right there. Sorry. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the plot of this. That's not even the weirdest part. That's it's, just it's, something that happens in this movie. It's very grounded in the sense that there's a lot of other things that are happening uh, in the movie. But like that's the biggest, you know, body horror, twisted, fucked up thing, like shock cinema. 
but everything else and that's what this this is uh, her name is uh, i'm just pulling it up the director the director her name is julia dukanu i believe and i'm sorry if i'm not pronouncing it right (laughs) she she does these films where it's shock cinema but then there's these grounded aspects to it where it's like oh it's talking about abandonment and it's talking about you know mental health mental health and just being um wanted so it's it's, it was a good movie in that sense i don't i don't think it's meant for everyone because there are some weird yeah you're not recommending this movie to everybody weird stuff uh but yeah and then come on come on which is another big film a24 a24 and i know the director of mitchell's in the machine he mentioned it on the podcast that he really liked it yeah very you know it this when you mention you know, love your kids, this story is really revolving around children and like what they are experiencing in this world right now. Joaquin Phoenix plays like a journalist who's interviewing these kids throughout um, the United States, and he's literally asking them, you know, what does it feel like living in this world? And he's asking them the hard questions that a lot of parents are maybe not a- asking. Is it modern day as well? It's modern day. Yes, I would say it takes place in modern day. I'm not saying COVID times, but like yeah, just before normal society. Normal society. Um, and he's estranged from his sister because of uh, a, the death in the family. And the sister is played by, what's her name? Gabby Hoffman. And she's dealing with stuff in her life. Her husband is um, me- mental health issues. And she asks her brother, can you take care of your nephew for the time being? And while I go and take care of my husband who's having these health issues. And it's this relationship between Joaquin's character who has no kids is now suddenly thrown into a situation where he has to take care of his nephew and he has to kind of grow up in a sense and learn how to take care of children. And also, you know, listen, listening to this little boy who's going through a lot. He's, he's very curious creature. He's like asking a lot of questions, very aware of, aware of his surroundings. It's not like the typical kids, like, oh, I want to play with... He's a smart kid. He's a smart kid. Like, he's... I'm, I'm going to say he's 10 or 9. Um, But, yeah, like, it's... The, the, the whole idea of the story is very, like, listen to your children. It, like, really connect with them to see where they're at at this point in their life. Because that's what this, this movie's all about. Very New York, because it takes place in New York. So, you're going to see a lot of New York, uh, we'll say, places to go to, places to eat... It's shot black and white. It's really nice. But it's, again, it's not a movie for everyone. Is it heavy? I, th- I th- want to say yes, it's not. But um, there are heavy parts to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's not my favorite. But it was a nice movie to watch. Um, Lost Daughter was another movie about, you know, loving your kids. And with, it was uh, a wild one for you. It was so awkward to watch at times. I don't know if you haven't, you guys haven't watched it. No. Stars Olivia Coleman. She goes on. Directed vac- by Maggie Gyllenhaal, though, right? Ma- directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, she goes on vacation to Greece, and she, this, inter- like this obnoxious family enters this this uh, this beachhead, and she's like kind of annoyed, but she starts to observe like this young woman and her daughter, and she has like memories of her as a as a mom, as a young mother, taking care of her kids. And the whole idea is she goes on this journey of self-discovery and, you know, um, I guess change or amending her past, like trying to 
a mentor past and what she what her decisions she made as a mother and there's a lot of flashback sequences there are some like sad parts to her character really sad it's an interesting film it's on netflix if you want to watch it um i know a lot of people liked it and it's been getting huge reviews again it's not meant for everyone do you think she'll be nominated for it because some people have been saying that she could be the surprise nomination mm-hmm. maggie olivia, or olivia coleman olivia um i mean she just won an oscar too not too long ago yeah. right? she was great like her performance is great i don't know if it was this, like that performance that would stand out she probably will get nominated mm-hmm. just because it's what about maggie she's not in it no as a director oh um <laughs> i don't know like this movie did not make my top 10 list or honorable mentions or honorable mentions yeah, but it it's still a, good it's a good film but again it's not one of the, one of those movies i would go watch again got you it's, it's like one and done it's very similar to the father pieces pieces of a woman oh. yeah and the father like it's one like, watches one watches you appreciate it but but the father is different the, the father, father is, father's a little different I that performance watch it again yeah was really it. good yeah um but yeah it's she's just, not too it's a sad, sad story. As a daughter. <laughs> the lost one. Yeah. This is a sequel to. Yeah. And then The Long Halloween was something I put on because you mentioned you watched mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. It's great, man. Yeah, really good. Good. I gotta watch part part two. Two. Yeah. I got to say, I've watched part one. I haven't watched part two, but I part think you, one. I think you guys will both like part two. I, 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 I can't macaroni. wait for them to release the, the two of them the, together, the deluxe, the deluxe one, um, because this is in the new continuity of DC animated movies as well. So we have The Batman, The Long Halloween. We have The Justice League the Justice Society one that come up with the Flash. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we have Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Is it Man of Tomorrow? Yeah. So. yeah. Which I think you guys will really like as well, too. It's a great Superman story. Like, okay. you guys should definitely check it out. Check and it's, it. a, it's, a, it's a harder animation style, too. Yes. Like the, the very, the thicker like, lines, uh, like, the, like uh, what's his? Archer. Archer, that's one. Yeah. So it has a new look to it. But yeah, Long Halloween, really good. I also I also watched Lupin, which was a French TV series. On. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, fun. Yeah. It was Netflix, really, right? really good. I really enjoyed it. Really, really did. Because I, you know, I was. I think it came out earlier last year. Yeah, yeah. it was really well done. Um, and it's nice to see like an international film, especially like movies or TV shows that take place in France, because it's you just you just get feels the culture. Authentic. Yeah, it, it feels, feels authentic. authentic. Yeah. yeah, and and I think that's a nice thing. That's what streaming services I think get looked over a lot. Because yes, we're always looking for new content and for new movies and shows from the you know from the world that we know and, and, the, and actors we know and yeah. characters that we know. But streaming services like Netflix especially get that really are really good with having original movies and shows from other countries and they'll keep, use it as their original content. Obviously yeah. like we look at squid game as well too, right? It's like, that's not an American made show, but people fell in love with it. Yeah. Right. And I think that's where streaming services really come uh, into play for that kind of stuff. And a gem of a show that I came across yesterday was, uh, station 11, station 11 which is, <clears throat> surprisingly really good i'm not gonna let you guys know what it's about i want the audience <laughs> i'm not gonna let you know what i think no, of it either. <laughs> I, because i haven't finished watching it so i haven't i haven't i'm only in episode three or four but the first three episodes holy macaroni that's a good show that was a double holy macaroni we got from you today too second time you said that did i yeah oh, i i like to, it, i tend to do that holy macaroni i tend I like to it. reuse words but station 11 if you have crave and hbo max go watch it because the first episode will hook you, and then you'll, you're just in it for that whole experience. How many episodes is it? Right now, it's at nine. I don't know if they'll do a ten. Okay. Um, but again, it's still ongoing. I'm but excited. I did not expect this movie to, this show to, to be that good. Okay. Dan, yeah, what about you? Uh, throughout the holidays, I watched a bunch of stuff. So yeah. rewatched Harry Potter in preparation for the Return to Hogwarts, uh, which was a great uh, 
which was a great, uh, I guess, uh, document, not documentary really. It was like, it was like a, a behind the scenes. It was like a special. Yeah. Special. Where it was special kind of reuniting the cast. There's some cast members I would have loved to see return to like Robert Pattinson, especially yeah. since we spent so much time on Goblet of Fire. Um, but what I really liked is that this special took its time to talk about each movie mm-hmm. and why it went in the directions that they did. So we see uh, Chris Columbus come back. We see Alfonso Cuaron come back. Uh, the director, Mike Newell's, Mike Newell's come back and how he kind of direct what he, what he brought to mm-hmm. um, Goblet of Fire. And then we see David Yates come in, obviously. Um, so it, it's really interesting. And I think it was just nice seeing these characters interact with one another again. It would have been cool. You could tell that this was shot during COVID in the sense, because everything is very, um, set wise where it's like oh it's only two people talking to each other or three people talking to each other yeah i would have loved to have just like a round table at some point as well too and have all these people interact um but again for what we got i think this was a really well done special and it's continuing hbo max's trends with just making great specials i think the fresh prince one i think is still my favorite of them mm-hmm. just because it really nailed it this would be this one i loved more because obviously i think harry potter just has that connection to us and with a lot of people but um, but did, did you did you learn anything new that I learned like there were some things you yeah. learned and there's insights mm-hmm. that you learned to how people were feeling it was more right. it was more like a conversation which I really liked it wasn't like a uh, an expose tell all type of thing yeah. it was more just like let's talk about what these movies meant to you and why they're so important now which I think they nailed with that like, so you do you do learn more insight into that kind of thing the the, the Emma the Emma Watson stuff was was very interesting because I didn't oh that she almost quit yeah like yeah. I, I didn't really know too much about that so that was yeah she almost I quit think, and, um, and things like that so there's a lot of like just cool set stories that you can learn like oh well that's that's cool you didn't know that uh, they also handled JK Rowling not being part of this very interesting they had footage of her obviously and they obviously referenced her because how could you not because she's synonymous with harry potter uh but anytime they showed her on screen it was like oh this is taken from an interview from 2019 or whatever yeah. so they also put like jk rowling question mark like yeah is like, like, who is she we don't know yeah um so it's very interesting how that was all handled uh did you have any other thoughts on the special because i know you watched uh, i liked well it too. i liked it it was uh it was good it it was um i think what's nice about it it's very low commitment yeah. Um. It it, <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't go too deep. It, it stayed in a nice area where and it, and it wasn't too heavy either. No. But sometimes I wish they'd get into the nitty gritty. Like like why did Christopher Columbus leave? Why did Alfonso Cuarón only stay on for one? Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, those are some of those questions that I like being answered. Like right. the like the really behind the scenes stuff. But yeah. I get it because this the is general drama. audience for Harry Potter yeah. doesn't give a shit. And this is something packaged by the company who makes it. Exactly. If it, if it was something like a if it was like an eight part miniseries doc a documentary series, then we would learn more stuff like that, right? Exactly. But that's, why did Harry Potter? Why why Station did this happen? Producers. Let's yeah. have a, an episode on this and on this. But yeah. like again, I think it was really well made. It was yeah. a fun. Uh, it, was it was a fun very. It was very hard. Question for you guys because yeah. I know you guys are the. Big Harry potheads. potheads. Yeah. Um, if J.K. Rowling were to make a or write another Harry Potter book, would you read it? Oh my God. Now I feel like whatever answer I give is what's going to come back in the tabloids about me one day. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He may be donating his kidney, but he reads Harry Potter. Because I'm just trying to understand, like, I get Harry Potter being this, this, you know, these books, these three books. Is it three or four? Eight, eight. seven? <laughs> seven <laughs> eight books? books? Eight movies, seven books. Seven books? But now it's like... Eight movies. And then you have these movies. So how do you... Do you make more movies? Do you make more books? Because these books are what really... Spear has these movies. So is the movies taken over the books or should there be more books? Well, and- the last... the last She hasn't... She's written a bunch of stuff for Pottermore. Yeah. But that's like its own thing. 
Um, Cursed Child. Cursed Child, she didn't write, though. No. That's the thing. But and bet- it wasn't liked either. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. When it comes out, like, how, how, so here's, I, I, this is a genuine question, though. So, how we separate this. How is me reading the book different from us watching uh, The Secrets of Dumbledore when it comes out? Right. Because that is still a product that she is part of, that she wrote the script for. You know what I mean? Did she write the full script? She wrote the script but for them. She had somebody else help her. Right? So, and, but that's the thing. Like, her name on it, though, it's like, am I looking at her name or am I looking at Harry Potter? Yeah, and also, like, but then you get into the debate, well, how do you separate... Can I separate like Kevin Spacey from his movies in yeah. Seven? You know and what I mean. So you, you get where, into where that. Do you, debate. Where do you draw the line? And I think that's become that. That's where it's very tough. Like people, when you know something, when someone gets canceled, the, the immediate reaction is, "I'm going to ignore all the work." It's like right. there are other people involved in the work too that you also can't discount. And also, yes, yeah, they made that, but at the same time, there's still things that you love about it. Like, right. You can't deny the fact that you loved that. I right. love Harry Potter, and it sucks. Like I, it, yeah, that that J.K. Rowling is attached to it. Right. But I can just forget about her. Yeah, and, and I, th- I feel like but at any time she can write another Harry Potter. And she could, but she again, can. I love I'm, Harry Potter. I don't love J.K. Rowling, so I will read the next book. If not, there is one coming. Yeah, but I would read it because I still love the character. I still love what you know the character represents. Do Essentially, no, 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 no. CNN reporting coming in. Uh, Shabazz Siddiqui has given uh, has given his seal of approval for J.K. Rowling to return <laughs> to it, the it Harry might Potter not be series. Just Harry Potter. It might be I don't know, Harry Potter's kid. You know, like yeah, which continue, which which the cursed child was, yeah. right? Yeah, but it wasn't like, a full book, right? No, like, it, it was, was a play, it was a screenplay, it was yeah, a screenplay, yeah, and it was not good, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, it's 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 interesting that you know this is where we are with it right now. Um, I think what I would love to see going forward, this is what we spoke about literally, I think the last episode. Sign off, J.K. Get a get get your payday from Warner Brothers. And let Warner Brothers have a hundred. Like, that would be a lot of money. I, I feel like you would have to but, give her but, a but, lot but of money. But here's the thing, though. I don't know because they technically own it still, so they could still find a way to screw her out of it or find a way of going forward without like her the character. Because there's probably clauses in their contract saying, "Oh, if you embarrass the company or if you do stuff that's this, like that, we could have ownership." Or do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, there's there's smarter people out there, there's smart lawyers out there that could figure if stuff out. If you're a lawyer and you've read the terms and conditions of J.K. Rowling's deal with <laughs> Warner Brothers, yeah, we write, like the show. Write, write the show. Let us know. We it's a very like specific on on, somebody who listens to the show is waiting for their moment. They're like, man, oh, fuck, they're, yeah. are they ever going to ask about the what's lawyer? The, what's the, the, the email again? The contract. Yeah. <laughs> Hello at, at the moviepodcast.ca. I'm sorry, I said three books. I do. I had the last book. You know why? Because Anthony's living in the future. Anthony's like, yeah, we only acknowledge three books. He's living in the past. Actually, I kept thinking of Lord of the Rings. I don't know why. That's okay. Uh, well, you, you just watch Lord but of the Rings. But you also, you, you listen to the books on tape, right? Yes. Okay. Not on tape, hopefully. Oh, that's, just, that's what they call no, it, right? Like books on tape? That's what they uh, call it? I had, audio I, books, man. You know, when Harry Potter came out, I think I was in grade... What year did it come out? 96? 95? Mid no, to late 90s. 98, the, first, the first one. 98, yeah. yeah. I, I think was it was in grade seven. Yeah. yeah. So I never really connected with it. I remember, like, kids going nuts over it. Yeah. It, but it like, really took off... Uh, when the movie by the third bad. book yeah right? the third book is really just, when it was like popping off i remember like going into the library at my school and like yeah, harry potter yeah. harry potter harry potter Harry Potter. i'm like uh, but the- I, I lined up for the books man like from goblet of fire uh order of the phoenix half-led prince and deathly hollows we lined up from order of the phoenix i lined up yes yeah. i remember deathly hollows you and i not deathly hollows we didn't know each other because no, that came out in 2007 other, yeah. exactly uh what was it that we lined or up 2008 for? chris child chris child we lined up for yeah i have the the last book 
I didn't line up. I just went to the bookstore and bought it. Yeah, oh, interesting. You privilege. But I never, I never, uh, <laughs> I never read it. I just, I was buying it to the hype. You needed to like, wait. You needed to so wait. Is, this room. is the first printing of this book, so yeah. I'll buy it just in case. But then, it didn't make a difference. Well, good because it was more mature. I should have read it. But it, it, definitely, House is a phenomenal book. It's yeah. one yeah. of my favorites. And and the nice thing with the the Harry Potter books as well too is that there is a a nice increase in the maturity of them as you grow up with them, right? Mm-hmm. So as you're reading them. You're also growing up with them, especially when they were coming out. Mm-hmm. So you're getting introduced to a lot more mature themes, right? So yeah. I think that's what was really cool. And then you, especially you see that in the films, and they talk about this, and we tie it all back to Return to Hogwarts. You see that through line in all of the, the films as they start as 11-year-old kids, as they turn into adults by the end of the, the, the series. Uh, I also watched No Time to Die this week. Uh, shout out to our friends at uh, Universal Canada and uh, Taro for hooking us up with the 4K uh, Blu-rays of them because they look beautiful. And ho- if you are one of the winners of our giveaway, you should be getting you your copies. Of- yeah, <laughs> you should be getting your copies very soon. Hopefully, I mean, it was the holidays, it was so holidays. it was delayed. San- Santa was busy. Santa was busy. He wasn't able to bring them in time. So yeah. if you are listening to the show and you're one of the winners, let us know once you get it. Uh, I've been rewatching Daredevil. So uh, my dad has never seen Daredevil, and he's loving it. He is just like. He's in love with the show. He's like, how have I never th- seen the show? I'm like, listen, I tried, man. I tried to show it to mm-hmm. you before. Um, and rewatching season one is just so good. Like, mm-hmm. you you forget how lightning in a bottle the first season was of that show, just how damn good it is. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, we rewatched it at the theaters at the end of December. Mm-hmm. It was just coming to my mind because I want to talk about this movie again. Uh, but that was the last movie we were seeing in theaters for... Uh, a little while. We'll see how long. Uh, I've been rewatching some of the M- random MCU movies. So I was rewatching Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Just kind of have in the background while I was just cleaning and doing other stuff. Uh, Shay and I, we watched Bedazzled, which is a Brendan Fraser, Elizabeth Hurley film. Directed by Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis from the year 2000. Yeah. It is a 2000s ass movie. Have you ever seen it, Anthony? Yeah. Uh, I remember, yes. Just, I like, he makes a deal with the devil. Yes. Get wishes. It's still funny, though. It's a, it's funny, a great movie. It's though. a funny movie. It's, you know, it's, it's full of very... 2000 specific humor as well too we're just like oh yeah that's can't do that now can't that's a joke that wouldn't fly now you can't but see that yeah. there are some i think some really generally funny moments in it uh, a, lot of, a lot of good character humor yeah a lot of good character humor speaking of things that uh, would not fly now we watched a disaster artist yeah <laughs> which directed by james franco stars james franco um great film it's a uh, you've seen it yes. as well too. such a good movie such a good movie um been replaying spider-man remastered just because it's such a good game and it's a game that for the last almost four years now i've just been opening up almost every day or almost every other day just to swing around i know shay you're playing it again right now too did you end up beating it last night no i don't want to see ant may die right now oh, okay that's that's fair yeah that's fair. I, i'm literally just um so right now i'm finishing up all my benchmarks mm-hmm. um so i think i have like three left nice just pretty like like that the benchmarks are pretty hard to complete because a lot of them are like do this five thousand times and it's like Fuck. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm about to do this. Yeah. So I'm just I'm doing that, and then I'm gonna probably put it to bed. Ant may die. Yeah. Know? Okay. <laughs> uh, I decided so Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is a game that came out in 2019. I literally bought it the day before uh, Shay and I we went to Florida. Yeah. Or like was I think yeah it was the weekend before. So it was like it came out on the Friday, and then we left on the Monday or something like that, or yeah. the Sunday. Um, and I started it, and I'm like, oh, this is cool, but. It was full of bugs, and it didn't run well on PS4. And the story, I'm like, this is interesting, but I'm not a big fan of this, like the, the the game design itself. 
And I came back. I'm like, I, I've come back a couple times to it, and then I got stuck somewhere that I'm 100% convinced I was soft locked. Uh, if you're not too sure what soft lock means, it means that you've gone somewhere in this game that you cannot get yourself out of. To, yeah, that you weren't supposed to. I'm 100% convinced because when I got stuck on that part, like I didn't get stuck on the part when I played it this time. I'm like, oh, there's things that you could climb here. I'm 100%, 100% this wasn't here when I played it on PS4. So there was definitely an issue with my game that I couldn't complete it. So restarting it, and I beat it in a couple days. Um, I think the story is really good. I had a good time with it. I still have my issues technically, and with the game itself, there's not a lot of reason to want to explore and the backtracking in this game. You could tell that they made this game in a bit of a rush because it doesn't have a lot of polish, and it makes you go back to the same planets over and over and over again just to to explore a little bit deeper or go back because you have a new ability, and which is fine, but it's not really that interesting, right? And I think that's the biggest issue. The game ends. Do you, do you care where... Do you, do you guys care where we're going to go? No. I think I've seen the ending. Uh, do you care, Shay? Because I know no. I haven't finished it. I, I haven't finished it. There's uh, so you're basically uh, you're fighting to get to this this uh, holocron that you have to get because has a list of like Jedi children's names or force sensitive children's names, um, and then you're fighting somebody, and then Darth Vader shows up, and then you have to fight him for a little bit, and the fight is just so just like it's cool that he shows up, but like your fight with him is just so like you can't really do anything because he's so force powerful it's like you're trying to use your abilities and he just like pushes you away and then halfway through the fight it's like okay the fight's over now you're trying to get out of there because the place is blowing up and water's coming in um so it's just like it's fine there's rumors of a sequel coming so i'm like i'm invested enough that i'm interested to see what a sequel is but maybe not play it day one again but um it'll yeah. go on sale quick it will go on sale and it's that, on sale right now it's on sale i think it's it worth free, it free actually i think on like ea something like I saw it on Red Flag deals that it was free for like a week. Oh, so yeah. So I think I think it's worth it if you want to pick it up on sale to to, yeah. to play with it, especially on PS Five. It looks great, and killing people with a lightsaber is really cool. Like I'll be on like hitting stormtroopers in the game and stuff. or in real life. Well, I'll leave that up to your opinion, right? Okay. It, it's funny though because like the game doesn't have a great balance of like difficulty. So I would play on Jedi Knight, and like these stormtroopers would just be like destroying me. And I'm like, they have perfect aim. They have perfect reason. aim. Yeah. They would be able to take me out. Like I would be literally fucking slicing them with a lightsaber, and they'd be like, whatever. Oh, the, he just hit me with a lightsaber. But it's like when you, and then you go to story mode, and you're like, yeah, I'm a Jedi. I'm throwing you off cliffs. I'm yeah. just like slicing you. It's great. Um, also, keeping on Star Wars, been watching the book of Boba Fett. Haven't fallen oh, yeah. in love with it yet. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really nice looking show. But I'm curious to see where it goes from here. But I'm not really in love with it. Uh, I'll go through mine pretty quickly. Bedazzled, Disaster Artist, Return to Hogwarts, Spider-Man Remastered, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I redid season one of Daredevil around the time that, uh, you know, Hawkeye and No Way Home were coming out. Um, season, I've already seen season one before. A couple times, actually. Season two, I only got to episode six. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. That's when uh, Thing leaves as well, too. Punisher. Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do it anymore. I, I was like, this is such a bad season of a show. And then you were telling me that, yeah, season three is a little better. So right now I'm on episode six of season three. And I don't care much for it yet still. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to see, you know, when it picks up, when it gets good for me. But let's see what happens. Um... American Crime Story Impeachment, I, you know, I watched the show when we got it early, and then I had caught up to episodes that were coming out in October, and then I didn't watch the last four episodes, so I watched three more, and I have the last episode left that I'm going to watch soon. Uh, Book of Boba Fett, not doing really much. Yeah, it looks great, but it is 
it really just feels like I'm wasting my time when I'm watching it. <laughs> that's that's always a great feeling to have like when you're watching a show. I just feel like I could be watching something else. No, I get it. There's nothing happening in it that's interesting or remotely cool. It's funny though because I feel like the Marvel shows have the exact opposite problem where I'm like, okay, the show's it's a 50 minute long show or 45 minute long show and it flies by. Yeah. But with the Book of Boba Fett, I'm like I'm like this it's, this is probably the ending of this episode, right? I'm like, oh, no. there's still another 25 minutes. And so it's I, wow. I think okay. I'm also like I think Mandalorian doubt. Yeah, like you, you, this it's, show it's a just weird back like to back to yeah. have, right? Like, why not do it a different Star Wars universe? Yeah. Anyways, um, and then I watched the Power On Xbox uh, documentary. Did you watch was, it all? Uh, yeah, I watched it all. How many episodes was it? Six. Hour each. Hour each. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. It was a really good story about you know the rise of Xbox, uh, the fall of the Xbox One, and um, how they're kind of moving forward. Uh, there are some things that I wish they touched on a bit more, um, but they were very transparent about a lot of the things that you know fell for the Xbox One. So, but it was it was a really good, uh, really good documentary. What is, what is the biggest issue Xbox is receiving right now? Like as as like Microsoft and because they they make a pretty good console. But yeah. What is the problem when it comes to <clears throat> getting their consoles to everyone because i feel like playstation it just seems like they you you they have the first a, thing is buy playstation they have a stride and it's just you go you go to get in europe you get but we know so many people who are like no fuck playstation buy an xbox but what is it that we don't see that other people see when it comes to this because i i owned an xbox I, the last one i had was the xbox series one x. x one x one x those names those names um like what, like, what is it drawing people you, to it now? Or why isn't it drawing people? That's the thing. I think, here's the thing. I, I was a big Xbox fan. I loved the original Xbox. I got my Xbox 360 Elite for Christmas. I'll never forget that. The black one was yeah. so cool. I still have to buy, like, the Wi-Fi antenna for it. Do you remember yeah, that back yeah, in the day? Yeah, it's yeah. like $160 to buy Wild. that. Um, and I love, 360 was one of my, probably the system I almost, probably have the most hours invested on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. There was great games. There was support there. Um, and then we go into Xbox One, One which you know shifted the focus. Obviously, that was a big stumble for them because they kind of started focusing on entertainment. I think Xbox right now, like they're delivering in terms of Game Pass and it being a great value for what's on there. A lot of games come day one to it, which is great. But at the end of the day, and, and I think I'm speak for myself and I for for Shane for you, Anthony. Like then you see something like Spider Man or God of War or Uncharted or Horizon. Or any of the other crazy high quality first party single player games, and you're like, these are games of the moment that you need to play on. Where with 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 Xbox, it's like, yeah, you have Halo, which was big last year. You have Forza, that was big last year. But then you also look in years past. I'm like, okay, what was a big Xbox game? Halo. It's Forza. It's Gears of War. Like, it doesn't feel like there's something pushing the needle forward. Not to like, I haven't bought the new Xbox yet. We were very close to <laughs> keeping the Halo ones that we yeah. bought, which were really beautiful looking. Really good looking. But yeah. I'm also just like, with the way we play games now, we play games almost like we play movies, where it's like we go into it, we're immersed in it, and then once our time is done with it, we move on to something else. Yeah. With the exception of Spider Man. Yeah. Like, th- we're looking for that that entertainment. We're looking for that cinematic escape where you're not getting that, in my opinion, with the games personally on Xbox right now. Mm-hmm. Again, nothing against the games on them. It's just the games on them aren't for me. If I'm, if, But if I'm a parent buying for my kid and 
they're looking just to have a huge library of games. I think Game Pass is awesome, but your kid maybe also be asking, "I want the system that has Spider Man on it." So, I think. I think yeah, because yeah, go ahead. Culture, culturally, like you see it in the world, no one, no one's buying. Like, it's like give me the PS Five. Yeah, it's it's the culture, man. Like, play people in this world want PS Fives. Culturally, it's any any person wants a PS Five. They don't want an Xbox. They they don't see it the same way as owning like this event system right i i think i think a lot of it also comes down to you know and again getting off topic but that's fine it's still all entertainment um the naming convention of X- xbox has also been very difficult like we still end up saying series x one x series i did s, a couple times already today. and it still happens and i feel like we're very well versed in this kind of stuff but we still make that mistake so imagine the general populace constantly being confused or tossed around with the idea yeah it's now, very it's very easy to very easy make it because the naming convention of our so is like one s yeah or one x and then series x yeah so, you know like and game pass i think is going to do wonders i think one day microsoft will just make game pass their thing focus on cloud gaming and then you can play xbox wherever you go hardware, which you which you can i tried which is i already i subscribed thing, to right? game pass and i was playing halo on my mac which was fine it ran fine um, not the optimal way of playing it, obviously, because I think streaming is great that when it works, but it's also that thing where it's like, does it work the greatest? If you're right. streaming a whole game from the cloud, is different from me streaming my PlayStation to my iPad, which I do often, yeah. and play a game with my controller that way, right? Yeah, yeah. so I think a lot of that, and also, you know, Sony's just had a great reputation with the PlayStation, minus the PlayStation 3, which is their biggest... Yeah. misstep but even then at the end of that generation still they more, still yeah. sold the most right and, so. and they still came around with the exclusive that with that generation right it's about the games it's, it's all just about the games at the end of the day it's all about the games xbox is delivering games now which is mm-hmm. great uh we just have to see how that continues in the future and now playstation is looking like hey you know what game pass is a, a sustainable thing and yeah. they're probably going to look at i, I forgot what they're the 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 working name for it is i think it's called like spartacus or something like that scooby-doo yeah it, no literally it's, no, it's no, called no, there's yeah. a name for it where it's like this is the name of their streaming service that we're probably going to get like they have playstation now but that's not doing anything no no not so. at all so i think there's a new one coming this year that it's going to be a bit more of a competitor but i still don't think it's going to be games day but one on my, it. my my issue is with game pass i think the quality of the games right isn't still as strong as like a $70 game for PlayStation. Right. And there's a, and, and I th- again, I know we're, we're going a bit deeper into this. Yeah. You look at the, the commitment of game pass where it's like, you're giving them your money regardless if you're playing a game or not. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you're locked in for 200 bucks a year, or whatever on a game that you may not play something from game pass that month. Or you may be playing Call of Duty, which is a game you paid for or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you, they know that your guaranteed income for them is coming in still. Right. So they're not, they're, they may be losing money on the Halos. They may be losing money on the Forces, but they know they're making it up in other months, yeah. right? And they're still, and those games are still being sold in stores because not every Xbox owner is on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, how did we get here? Because you were watching the documentary. Power on Xbox. Yeah. Power yeah. on Xbox. That's but, sorry, I sparked the conversation. No, no, you, my bad. You lit it up. It's all good. It's good. It's good. Hey, here's the thing. I've missed you guys. I miss you guys. It's nice to talk. A bit of a longer episode, but again, the the people missed. We're us. almost at two hours, and we haven't even gone to our topic of the show. And the second topic of the show, because this is one of those special episodes that we do two topics. We do two topics. <laughs> no, my God. What? Why? <laughs> the topic of the show this week. Sound like Christopher Walken a little bit there. <laughs> the topic of the I show. Do good, I, don't, I don't do it with Christopher Walken, so that, that means a lot. 
That means a lot. Uh, is the best movies of 2021 for us. So top 10, and then we have honorable mentions as well. And again, our top 10 is just kind of like whatever order. Not not in a specific yeah. or We could say what our favorite movie of the year is, obviously. Yes, but when I when we're, I guess when when I'm saying mine, you guys are saying yours. This is like this is this is number ten, but this is not my tenth place film. Yeah. So, Anthony, you want to go ahead? Yeah, because I have my book out. You got a book out. Are you? So are you? We've got re- iPads, by the way, yeah. and Anthony's got an old stone my, tablet. My, my iPad just died too, so I'm using my phone now. Oh. Are we? So are, is Anthony just going to list them all out, or are we going to go one by one? I'm going to list one them. One. I'm going to list them all out. Oh, okay, I guess that we're going to go. We'll list them out, then we'll talk, and then we'll talk. Okay, okay. Sounds you good. know the ones that are really important to us. Sounds good. <clears throat> I'm going to start with honorable mentions because usually Ooh. I'll start the honorable mentions first. It's, it's an interesting way of doing it, though. I like it. Um, so my honorable mentions, just because then you were like, oh, they're not in the top 10. <gasps> yeah. What's in this top 10, right? That's the, that's the, before <laughs> okay. Anthony stands out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My honorable mentions this year, Coda. Wow. See? We Flea. watched it a year ago. <laughs> Would you want Flea? Flea. Yeah. Zola, Cruella, The Mitchells versus The Machines, No Sudden Moves. Great movie. Saints of Newark, Candyman. West Side Story, Nobody, Worth, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Wow. Look at you. <laughs> that was the top 10 actually. That was good. There, here's the thing, though. I, when you were telling me about your honorable mentions, that list could be somebody's top 10. Easily. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing because 2021 really... When we did our, when we did our uh, 2021 so far, that was back in July. Yeah. It's like, damn, there was already a lot of great movies. Yeah, we and had then, Sundance as well. And then everything else was like, just got kicked up to 11. We had some really great movies to finish off the year too. Yeah. But again, I still don't think it was the strongest year. No. It's not a 2019. 2019. Yeah, 2019. Again, everything was better in 2019. Yes. Good year. Good year. Uh, should hey, I say? Not personally though. <laughs> not, no, not personally for any of us yeah. for what happened. But I mean, in the world, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, should I do my honorable mention that too? All right. My honorable mention. So I have them all in a list here. Uh, honorable mentions: I have Cruella, Zola, Luca, Barb and Star, Go to Vista del Mar, uh, Shang Chi, Scarborough, which was a really great movie we saw at TIFF, um, Tick Tick Boom, really really great film. And so here's the thing: I have a in my top ten spot. I have top nine right now, and I'm debating between Dune. Eternals and uh, West Side Story. So those are all like, I'm just going to say those are all my honorable mentions right now until I could finalize my top 10. But again, I what thought it, the assignment was to have our top 10. Okay, so here's by the thing. Today. I'll say Dune. Okay. Isn't takes That's a, locked in? Locked, Dune is locked, locked in. in as my honorable mention. No, wait, what's your top 10 then? What's in your Dune's 10? number 11. What's, what's the, t- oh, so we'll get to your we'll 10th get to, officially? We'll get to the top 10. All right, all right, I like it. Actually, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dune, Dune, I'm going to say. Locked in. Dune, sorry, Dune is I'm choosing for the top 10, so West Side Story will be my honorable mention. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Well, let me give you, are you done your uh, honorable mentions? That was my, uh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. I think so. I'll, I'll give mine. Um, so yeah, Barb and Star, Raya, The Father, but that technically, I guess, no, sorry, I won't count The Father, because you, Oscar your, rules. your rules are Oscar I started rules. in March. Started in March. Yeah. I started in okay. March. And Coda makes that, because Coda came out August. in August. Yeah. Um, he was, was going to try and play us. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that that's too. honorable mention. Yeah. Um, uh, what else do I have here? What else? I totally forgot have? about that. Uh, Shiva Baby, 
Um, Mitchell's versus the Machines, Mortal Kombat, uh, Riders of Justice, Cruella, um, Quiet Place Part Two. And I'm still just going through my list right now because I never really made an honorable mention. So, he, so sorry. So he was making fun of me for not doing. The oh, but I, when he didn't I, finish his time, I made my least, list. But though. mine's in a list. Though. I made Yours my top in a list. Did you say, "Hey, man, bring honorable mentions"? Yes. No. So no, how did not how did he know? Oh, because I just and I knew. bitches that yeah. <laughs> I had 30 y'all films. Y'all couldn't just give 10 movies. I was like, oh, I picked 10. I Listen, went the hard level. No, y'all like, no, nah, we're we actually, in easy mode. No, no, we went, we said this is the top You're movies. Like, I love all the movies we last said, year. <laughs> we said the top movies of 2021. No, we we never said 10. 10. We did. When, when, where's the receipts? Uh, it's probably in our chat. Yeah, it's maybe in our <laughs> chat. <laughs> it might be in our chat. <laughs> uh, Green Knight, uh, Green Knight, Jungle Cruise, Stillwater. Uh, oh, Stillwater, yeah. damn it, yeah. Nighthouse. Again, if not, if something's not on our honorable mentions or top 10, it doesn't mean it's not a good movie. I no, just wanna, hell no, yeah. I just want to yeah, say just that. that clear, these yeah. are movies that have connected with us yeah. personally. Yeah, we all like these films. You know, Your I, daughter hasn't been stolen in France before? What? Oh, oh, I think they're talking about uh, that's also not. Now. That's also not the plot of Stillwater. <laughs> yeah, it's not the plot of Stillwater. She's not stolen. She's not t- <laughs> She committed a crime. <laughs> Daniel, did you like the movie? <laughs> um, That's another movie. That I personally relate yeah, to that. my daughter being stolen. Uh, Flea, Last Night in Soho. Ah, uh, oh, shit, yeah. And Many Saints in Newark. Malignant. Eternals. King Richard. Tick, Tick, Boom, for sure. Uh, West Side Story. Yeah, these are all pretty much my honorable mentions. Uh, let's start with your with your ten then, Anthony. My top ten. Your top ten, ten, ten. <clears throat> Number ten. Number ten. So in no particular order. Yeah. The Last Duel. Luca. A Quiet Place Part Two. The Green Knight. Pig. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Spencer. Dune. No Time to Die. Oh, sorry. You, the way you ended it, I know li- what your first was going to be. And licorice pizza. Licorice yeah. pizza. There it is. Licorice pizza being my favorite movie of the year. Perfect. You are a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should I go with mine? Yeah, please. In no order. Again. In no order. Again, this is no order. This is just literally. I think this is a release order. Could be. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Coda. Nobody. Shiva baby. The Suicide Squad. Spencer. Dune, No Time to Die, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, With what would be your favorite movie of last year? Just like what would be mentioned. my favorite movie of last year? I I can't think of a world where I, I wouldn't want to pick Spider-Man No Way Home. Only because that movie was such an event. That movie was such a uniting movie, not just for like spider-man fans before the world obviously seeing it how well it's doing at the box office and it's been a long time since i've seen a movie unite people the way this movie did mm-hmm. um i mean it united a lot of people this was just universally just, loved just universally loved and the memes have been hilarious and yeah. so funny but just as a movie itself and what it does for the character of spider-man now going forward i think it's just was just so well done um, and I think of like Willem Dafoe's performance in it and Tom Holland's performance in it. Just phenomenal. Uh, Liquor's Pizza is another movie that I, I absolutely love this year. Spencer is another one that just knocked me out of the park this year. Um, we were lucky to have Mike Rianda on the show as well, too. We spoke about Mitchell's versus the Machines. And I think that's the movie that keeps on giving as well, too. Just watch, rewatching it again. I'm like, man, like, it's so good. This is a special movie. And I'm really hoping come Oscar time that it gets the recognition it deserves. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's turned out to be a really great year of films. And I was looking at my list and I'm like, a bunch of these movies we ended up watching at home for the first time. Like Coda, Nobody, Shiva Baby. Um, what else did we watch at home here? I think those were the big ones that I watched at home the first time. But other movies on my honorable mentions... Mitchell's versus the machines we watch at home. Cruella we watched at home. Zola, Luca, Barb and Star, uh, Scarborough, um, Tick Tick Boom. Like those are like a lot of my favorite movies this year. I have twenty one movies of twenty twenty one. Yeah, were films that we watched at home. Yeah, right. Being in the theater would have been great, but I think that's just where we are now. I'm curious to see where twenty twenty two is going to be in terms of what movies made our favorites this year. Do we watch in a theater versus watching at home? Because I don't separate, I don't separate the two, right? Like I don't separate a movie like Tick Tick Boom or sorry, I don't separate a movie like Coda or Shiva Baby from a movie like Licorice Pizza. Like no. I love them, they're in my top ten, but I don't distinguish. Well, that one I watch at home, that one I watch in theaters. So, like it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. There used to be a time in our lives that that was the case, but right. I think now the strength of streaming films has really picked up. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Shay, your top 10. Um, again, no order. Uh, the Last Duel, the movie Anthony and I saw together. Yeah. We absolutely loved it. Yeah, it was on, it's my honorable mentions for sure. Yeah. No. Just, I, I put it on the other night again, and then I was like, maybe I'm not in the mood right now. because It's, it's a, a heavy, little, it's a a heavy, heavy movie. Heavy, it's a heavy movie. little heavy, but loved it still. Uh, Dune, Nobody, Spencer, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi, The Suicide Squad, Coda, Licorice Pizza, and... Number one is, is Spider-Man No Way Home. Like that to me was again, yeah. That I I've watched that movie six times in theaters right now, and I, I could go watch it again, and there, it wouldn't I wouldn't feel any ways negative about it. So I absolutely loved it. These are all great films that came out last year. A lot of these films are ones that I could see, you know, really standing the test of time as things go on. There are movies that are in twenty twenty that didn't have this effect on me but this but last year 2021 these movies were really important there's mm-hmm. it's been a while because i was i was going through my list of movies that i purchased on on apple tv or on itunes yeah. and i'm like wow like last year i really didn't buy that many movies where in years previous i would have like hundreds of movies purchased in one year right and it's like it's nice to be in a time now especially in this last six months of being back to the theaters where it's like I have so many movies on my wish list now and on my watch list of when they come out because I want to own them. And it's been so long since I've gone to do that because one, because we got a lot of streaming movies, but two, because they were doing their theatrical run and then they're going to come out at home release. And like, it's nice knowing that you're waiting for movies to come out again. So you could rewatch them at home. Cause I didn't rewatch a lot of movies. I feel like last year, like I rewatched like comfort movies, Yeah, but there wasn't a lot of movies of like from the new films that I watched over again, unless I went to the theaters to watch them again. Spider-Man really was the only one. Spider-Man was the big one. The suicide squad. Shang-Chi. Uh, Shang-Chi. But like, you know, like that's, that's it really. Like the, the, the kind of blockbusters that you expect to do that for, mm-hmm. but a movie like Spencer, like I'm excited to watch it at home and, and Belfast and mm-hmm. a lot of those movies. Right. I'm excited to watch Dune at home, but that price is killing me. It's an expensive movie, yeah. It's thirty. I got to pay for the spice, man. They got to pay for that spice. It's yeah. finished its theatrical run, so it's still yeah. like a thirty dollar movie now. It's like, yeah. no, I, I've never had a thirty dollar movie that's yeah this old. It, yeah. It's it's yeah. interesting because it's like it's Warner Brothers does this twenty nine ninety nine thing now, and then they go to twenty four ninety nine, and then it'll be on sale for ten bucks. Yeah. Um, this Scooby Doo, remember, was thirty four ninety nine to rent. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that. I'm not gonna rent it for that. You guys are wild. Yeah, for, for that one. Wow. Um, but yeah, at least, again, really good year. Surprising year. Yeah. For good films. 
Oops, not the strongest in terms of 2019, um, but surprising. I was surprised with this year's, the amount of movies I enjoyed. This year, and I'm excited for do our most anticipated films, which we'll be doing soon. Which is next week. Are we not? No. I don't know. Probably if, the week after. Probably the week, week after. after space it out a little bit. We got, we got a little guest coming in. A little, little, little guest coming in. You know, not a little guest. Big no. guest. Big guests. But little heart. No, little, I'm just kidding. No, that's big me. heart. That's me. Big heart. Big that's kind of me. I didn't mean that. Uh, I mean, physically, I mean, compared to like uh, an regular, elephant heart is small. Regular sized human heart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this year I think is going to be insane in terms of blockbuster films. And I'm, again, I'm curious, what's Ash going to release this year? Because our 2021 most anticipated movies, some of those movies didn't come out. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Top Gun Maverick. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Looking at you. Looking at you. So. And 2019, we got Parasite. Like, fuck. That was yeah. so good. Knives we, Out. We, we especially had that last three months where it was just like. Bang. Bang. Like, bang. Joker, Parasite, Knives Out. Beautiful Day. Beautiful. Like, we Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. 1918. That was actually multiple cuts in that film. Yeah. They didn't do one shot. So it's like we, we had like, we just had a <laughs> string of movies that came out that were just like nuts. Yeah. And then 2020 started off with a banger with Bad Boys for Life. And COVID. And COVID. They and COVID. COVID. <laughs> At least we got, I'm just happy we got Bad Boys for Life because that was a fucking great movie. Bad Boys for Life. We had so much fun. Do you guys was, remember the last movie you saw in theaters before the pandemic? Yeah. yeah. Onward. Was it onward? onward? The three of us, yeah. I saw the way back. We were like, I, I went we're to like, go oh, see the way onward. back after after the, the pandemic, or like or after during, the pandemic when they opened started. it up during again. the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. During the pandemic, yeah. We're still in this. Pandemic. We're still in this. Yeah. Pandemic. You know when people say it's, we're still in it. It's like, like it hasn't ended. I yeah. look at my letterbox and literally March fifth, twenty twenty was onward, and then I didn't see a movie in theaters until. Kill Bill Volume One, yeah, which is our first one back yeah. in August twenty twenty. And we were the only ones in that theater too. Only ones in the theater. Then we did SpongeBob the movie, Sponge the Run, yeah. Tenet, New Mutants. My New Year's resolution. Oh, oh yeah, we could share our resolution. To you start to use Letterbox. Oh wow, that's oh. a good resolution. Yeah, move, move on from that book and come on to the Letterbox. Well, to the make book. Your list and stuff the book is things. more for like so I remember things. Yeah, because I have issues remembering things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens with age. So I have to write it down. And that's how I remember. Yeah, yeah it's with age. Lose, eh? You should. You should lose it. I happens to me too, man. You should. You should see if you get who your, you are. the username that you want. Hopefully, it's available. Well, I have Letterbox. Oh, so yeah, yeah start using it. Yeah, we, we follow him. Yeah, start he, using it. Does what he follow heck? us? I'm Probably in the chat. Not. I'm in the whole thing. Yeah, I'm in the whole group. Whenever you did that, I whole feel like group it's thing. in the show notes too that you have a Letterbox there too. I do. It is. He's right here, Anthony Galliardi. Yeah. Uh, he follows me, which is good. What What do I go by? I, it's just your name. I think. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. There's no like uh, handle. There probably is. I just can't see it because I'm on your actual profile. Yeah. But the last movie you logged, Anthony, was Halston in May of 2021. That's a long time. ago. I have no idea what the fuck Halston is. That is. The, is that the uh, Ewan McGregor one? Yeah, it's yeah. actually a good uh, good TV series. That was a TV series too. Netflix. Not even not, not even a movie. Not even a movie. Not even a movie. But yeah, you should definitely start using it. Yeah, I will start using it because now I'm well on the too. Twitters. To share it and everything, I've and on tweeting. Instagram too. Yeah, and I'm on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Instagram. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have pictures on Instagram. No, just stories. And just you're on story. you're on Hinge. I'm not on Hinge. and Tinder. Yeah, Wait, no, and I'm not on any of those. Yeah, and you're on. Follow the movie podcast on Bumble. Actually, <laughs> uh, all three of us are on there. My, my girlfriend's <laughs> getting really upset now. I was like, what the fuck? No, just uh, the show. You could date the show. <laughs> you can date the show. Yeah, our show could date other podcasts. So they could date all three of us at once? Our show no, is no. dating Barbara Gordon. Yeah. No. <laughs> Bruce Tim is catfishing our us. Our show is... 
I also am curious, like, you know, what is this year going to look like for us? Do I bring back any of my characters? I mean, do I bring I think back they Dirty all, Bitch? I think they all died Dirty in Bitch is last year. the greatest character ever, so it, he needs to come back. And Venom's gone. For now. Who's gone? Sorry? <laughs> you didn't say it. So you Who's didn't gone? say it. So I can't say it now. Can't, okay, man. Yeah. What, sorry, Anthony has a Blu-ray on, on in front of him right yeah, now. Yeah, Anthony, what's that Blu-ray you got? <laughs> oh, what does it say, Shay? I can't read it. Venom. <laughs> yeah, Anthony literally has a blur. Thank you to our friends at Sony for sending us a copy of uh, on Venom Let There Be Carnage as well, too, on yeah. Blu-ray. Um, yeah. Didn't make my top 10. But hey, it came hey, out and it, it helped save movie. the box office this year. So thank you, Venom. Yes, thank you, Venom. Thank you, anytime. No. <laughs> this sounds like more cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Venom with aviators on. <laughs> anytime. Yeah. I'm going to go fly this plane. Oh, what? <laughs> um, yeah, anything you guys want to add about how this year wants to go? How you guys I, want I this just year? Hope We're going to have merch Make it to the end merch of the year, year, you know? Make it to the end of the year. You're going to make That's it. like the new motto for. That's for, a good resolution, yeah. Make it to the end of the year. All three of us also. Also, haven't got the vid yet. No, I think this year is the one where we get it. Felice, oh, don't you know? say that, man. Hey, it's hey. At the end of the day, it's it's gonna happen. Like everyone's no. getting it. No, it's like that episode in Seinfeld where you know they. It's like I haven't thrown up in like seven years. I'm gonna. That's that's my my goal. Not to get COVID and not to throw up. Oh, good, good goals. <laughs> good yeah, goals. Listen, onwards and upwards. <laughs> onwards and upwards for us. This is going to be our best year ever. Last year was great. This year is going to be even better. Yeah. We're, we're gonna. Well, last year was all about. Making the show amazing. This is going to be all about building everything else up now, dude. You know? The empire we're building, yeah. The Death Star that we're <laughs> the people that we broadcasting out of right now. The old lady yeah. we have to beat with the stick. Yeah, uh, she's do gone. cranberries. Yeah, <laughs> she's gone. Get now. ready, because yeah. a lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun, fun stuff, stuff in the works. Anthony's going to be just coming at you full circle. This I year. don't like that at all. With, the, with his letterbox, yeah. <laughs> Letterbox is gonna say Anthony's letterbox is gonna go viral. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Anthony complaining. Yeah. His 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 tweets. Yeah, I'll give me a second chance, even though I haven't watched it my first time. <laughs> uh no, but again, we're here this we're going into our third year of the show, right? Technically yes. our fourth year, right? Well, we started in twenty nineteen. No, but I I mean like this is our Well this time third wits. Sorry? This time with started in twenty eighteen. Yeah. So that's that's what that's where it all came from, right? But I'm saying we've had three complete years of the show. Three complete years. So this is technically going to our. We're beginning our fourth year. 2021, and now we're starting the fourth full year. Yeah. So would this be our season four, technically. This would be season four. Yeah. And most shows on season four really hit their stride. That's where I think we're. That's really, where we make the money. That's where we make the money, yeah. right? That's where we. Yeah. First comes the money, then comes the power. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little, and and that's just an Anthony quote. Yeah. And then 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 that comes, was an opportunity. He, he had to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> then comes the women. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're, yeah. this year's going to be great, and we're going to we're going to keep. Uh, <laughs> you guys are doing something. I'm also reading his quotes. That's why I have Anthony's quotes over oh, okay. in front of me, and I'm just laughing. Like one of the last ones I wrote was, "You can't be fast when you're thick." Wait, what? I beg to differ. I don't know when you said that, but you said it about a movie. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. In we need to. we need to start adding context to this as well. I don't, too. I don't know. I you think can't that, be fast if you're. Thick. Are there? Uh. Is this an alphabetical questionnaire? Was one of my favorite. <laughs> that's ones. that's one. This is one <laughs> we were, we're trivia question. He's like, like, Daniel, is this uh, alphabetical? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with it, though? Yeah. 
let's bring let's we're gonna bring back games we're gonna bring back a lot of fun yes. on the show too this was a longer episode as well yeah but i think we needed that because we had just we so much that. you guys we, missed us we, you missed us and we yeah, didn't talk our, to we didn't talk to anybody i wasn't on the last 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 one too yes you were no what? the last no, no, one was i was sick, feeling well had, he had the, the spider-man episode no no like the last main episode last main which episode. was our spider-man episode was our oh, last main episode well, was it like that was also like yeah the main episode but spider-man like he was on the last uh, who cares? <laughs> listen, you guys are make, making up these weird ways to, like, yeah, he wasn't on. Listen, he wasn't on the honorable mentions. Okay? <laughs> he was just on the second last episode. <laughs> we just say that. <laughs> he yeah, was on the last episode. I was an honorable mention on that last Spider Man episode. Okay? <laughs> yeah, listen, at the end of the day, you don't question the trenches, okay? <laughs> don't question the trenches, you know? Uh, yeah. Shay, take us home. Take, 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 us a, home. take it away, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast and thank you for a great and amazing 2021 and we can only hope that 2020 are you looking at the episodes i don't know what he see- wasn't on he, he was, was on, on everything he, he wasn't on uh whatever, no the main episode like uh go down that was the last main episode was the no the, one, episode 127 no yeah, it was it? it was um the episode where you guys talk about spider-man so maybe were you not on our last episode of the year I feel like he was. Yeah, you were on this episode of the year, man. But you, you were sick You're... for one of the episodes, remember? Yeah. He had the he didn't he had, he had COVID eighteen. No, I had dizzy spells. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know what episode that was though. It was one twenty six. It must have been it must have been that one. Was it Todd McFarlane episode you weren't on? Yes. That's the episode. That's the one. Yeah, that's... but you were on the interview with Todd McFarlane. Yes. So you were like a kind of like hidden sneak peek. That was a cameo. Yeah, you weren't on the Todd McFarlane episode, but that was also over a month ago, and we had like thirty episodes you know, since then. So. That's how much. That's you know, I just don't feel like the other episodes compared to this episode that we just did. Yeah, it's true. You this know, like was strong. The yeah. last Spider-Man episode. Yeah, you're like, I haven't been on the last episode, but you've been on the twelve episodes after that. <laughs> <laughs> the reviews. You were, you were technically on the book of Bubble Fat one that I wasn't on. Yeah, that's so funny. That's so fun. I, I miss you. I love you I guys. miss you I guys. love you guys. Yeah. I, I'm glad that we only ever talk during the show. It's true. And then then we save that, it all for this. I don't, have, I don't even have your number saved. No. No text yeah, threads. Nothing. No. Nothing. It's a, it's, no a, it's, it's, a, it's a miracle that the show actually works. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, but again, thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast. You know, this is a this is going to be another great year for us. We have a lot planned. We're really excited. And don't forget, you can catch a brand new episode every single Monday. And then we'll be dropping review episodes like left, right, center, middle, crazy. Every, everywhere you go, there's going to be a review episode out. And uh, make sure to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Our show notes below have all those links, including Anthony's Letterbox, which this year he promises to really use. To that, really look at. To, really, to really, at least look at. To download the app first. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next.